who may never look at your city, town, or its people the same way ever again. Stained by Blood, a murder investigation based upon a true story by private investigator Douglas J. Hagman. Using the character Mark Stiles, Hagman takes you on a journey behind the scenes where the homicide becomes secondary to an underworld of satanic ritual abuse, child abduction, and even mind-controlled experimentation. A world dismissed as conspiracy by those who want to keep its secrets hidden, exposing the dangers, denials, and deceptions. For five years, a brutal killer remained on the loose, free to kill again. As Mark struggles to navigate the maze of bizarre twists and untangle a web of deeply hidden secrets kept by some of the most powerful and influential people in his community and beyond. You may never look at your city, town, or its people the same way ever again. Stained by Blood. Order your copy of this engaging novel today at HagmanandHagman.com and click on the link. Stained by Blood. Welcome to this episode of the Hagman and Hagman Report. We're coming to you live from our radio and television studios here in beautiful northwest Pennsylvania, where spring might be on the horizon. And we broadcast live every weeknight. That's Monday through Friday, folks, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on our flagship Global Star Radio Network. That's Global Star Radio Network. Um, what an array of shows that Global Star has. You really needn't to go anywhere else. Uh, my goodness. Right before us, of course, Russ Dizdar. Um, they've got Dave Hodges. Uh, so many programs. So many truth-telling programs. We're, we're also simulcast by the by on Blog Talk Radio and also YouTube Live. So go to HagmanandHagman.com, tune in there, look on the right-hand side. There's various listening and viewing options right there for you. Don't forget, we've got two separate websites as well. We've got HagmanandHagman.com. That's our show website. And then, of course, we've got HagmanReport.com. That's for news information. Well, it's kind of show prep. HagmanReport.com. Proof of life coming on HomelandSecurityUS.com as well. I just want to jump in and yep, say, go ahead. people who, who have the time, if you have the time to listen to Russ's show before ours, I would uh, just advise everybody who has that time to do so. He's got a great show. The more that we listen to it, the the more I'm I'm just amazed at the work he does on a daily basis. The I mean, just completely diving into the spiritual issues, taking on taking them head on. It's yeah, a, it's yeah. a great show. Now he's a pastor, of course, a minister, a pastor, and he's on the front lines of the deliverance. Uh, and really fighting the, the spiritual battle. And that's, folks, that is exactly what, uh, um, you saw probably the, the, the rolling promo for, if you're watching this, you saw the rolling promo for my book. And of course, uh, um, which is right back here, the actual size too. Kind of like Steve, well, actual size books. They're, they're, you know, 
should get one. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, just big enough not to fit on the bookshelf. Yeah, yeah. No, so, but, but uh, the reason I mention that is because, um, and, and really one of my reasons for, for writing that, uh, is to tell you that, um, boy, 1987, I did not know anything about the dark spiritual warfare that, in, in which we are embroiled. And you know something? There is, and please understand me when I tell you this, there is this, extremely dark world that is being perpetuated by the LGBT groups yeah. those proponents behind that behind that um the homosexual agenda you, right. you saw what was going on in North Carolina, right? Yeah, hang on a second. Um, according to reports, we're getting... Now, this is night number two, folks. Do we look a little different tonight? And, and, and I, I'm looking at the... Um, I'm looking at the... Right now, I just brought up the chat that's on associated with our YouTube channel. It reports that there's visual but no sound. Okay. Uh, the same person who had no audio-visual last night has no sound tonight. Now, is that operator error or is that... It's perfect. Okay, we're getting reports that it's perfect. So if you can't get I can't work. sign this out. I can't. I cannot make do sign language, folks. But if you can't get it to work, watch it on YouTube. Listen to it on Global Star. There you go. All right. So as here's here's what we're going to do. The first hour, we're going to hit hard the news that you need to really know that we need to know that that's on the horizon. Hours two and three, as as usual, wild Wednesdays, open line Wednesdays. Our our preference goes to first time callers. Yep. Okay. And we really appreciate if if everyone who calls in can be as succinct as possible. We will give you the time, but please be as succinct as possible with your comments, questions, and uh, the, whatever utterances you might have. Um, you can course, talk about uh, any issues we've know, talked about this yeah. week, anything that you uh, want to talk about that we missed, questions, mm-hmm. comments, concerns. Or you, or you missed us talking about. Yep. But, um, yeah, please, please, let's keep it, uh, try to, it's not the, it's... We get lots of calls. We want to get yeah, as many callers yeah, as there possible. It there it is. So that's what's really, that's what's going on right now, and that's how what our program is going to be tomorrow night, of course. We're going to have, the second two hours, we're going to have Dave Hodges. I do have, uh, I, I've got some, a couple of, of reports, articles coming out tomorrow. Um, they're done. I'm just, uh, I'm just, looking at them uh, from a couple of different directions. So watch for uh, a couple of articles that will be coming out tomorrow in advance of Dave Hodges' appearance tomorrow night. The reason I say that is because there is a lot of talk and a lot of this... um, Well, there's a lot of chaos in the world today and a lot of talk about the delegates... And oh my goodness, you know, the delegates who are. Yeah. It's all about delegates now, right? And, and it's constant. Well, some people believe it to be, um, really a, the a sign of their candidates' prowess and, 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 uh, legal acumen with respect to constitutional, well, with respect to rules of right. the various committees. And, and they boastfully, pridefully, and with much hubris say, look, your guy was asleep at the switch. Our guy took the candidates and vice versa. Okay. It's the same thing on the Democratic side. Sanders and Clinton. 
versus Cruz and Trump. But the thing is, it's all an illusion. This is a theatrical performance like no other. The result of which is what? It's division. Now, is that an unintended consequence of the actions of the candidates, the political parties, and their backers? I don't think so. I think that this is planned. Yes, it is. It's planned. And, you know, we can tie in the tolerance aspect here because the corruption and the uh, moral bankruptcy that this nation is facing that we're seeing with the uh, LGBT, the the same-sex marriages, the uh, abortions, you know, as the U.S. has grown more tolerant of sin, things seem to become more corrupt, chaotic, and hectic. Here you have this situation in North Carolina, and I don't know if this is where you wanted to start. Go ahead. So Bruce Springsteen was going to do a a concert in North Carolina, and he refused to do so because he disagrees with the law that was on the books that did not um, give the LGBT the right to do certain things like women or men to go into women's bathrooms. Um, They blocked an individual bill entitled uh, transgendered people to use restrooms that do not correspond to their biological makeup. And so Bruce Springsteen said, I'm not going to North Carolina. PayPal also jumped in the mix, and they're refusing to do business in North Carolina. So how is this different from bakeries who won't bake cakes from... uh, pastors who won't marry same-sex couples. How's this any different? They don't like the law of the state, so they say, no, they don't want to be a part of it after having services and things already set up there. And it's okay. But for Christians to say, no, they don't agree with it, I want to stay out of it, you get a fine and go to jail. I guess we call that hypocrisy. And the definition of hypocrisy is the behavior of people who do things that they tell other people not to do. Which is a basic definition from Webster. So, now, we have the governor of North Carolina yesterday signed an executive order to appease LGBT community and other critics. North Carolina Governor Pat McCroy caved to pressure from big business and the LGBT community, signed an executive order to change the state's recently passed law that barred local governments from extending protections to gay and transgender individuals and mandating that individuals use bathrooms based on the biological sex that appears on their birth certificates. I mean, I'm not laughing because I think it's funny. I'm laughing because as I read this, it sounds insane to me. And it is insane. Do you wake up one day and say, you know, I feel like a woman? You can just go, you know. They're starting to, the government in the White House and executive branch are actually holding back funds from schools who are not implementing transgendered bathroom policies. It's getting that bad. The Constitution definitely is no longer the law of the land. 
tolerance is. Homosexuality is. They can parade and promote the same-sex marriage and their behavior all across, you know, news platforms uh, and parades on the streets. But you can't have a Bible in school. You can't have a Bible in a hotel room. Got to get that out of the way. But the hypocrisy is just startling. So back to this governor from North Carolina, Pat McCroy. He caved in, signed an executive order that he says was based on feedback. He's taking action to affirm and improve the state's commitment to privacy and equality. What is equal or private about letting a person who's a man, who says they feel like a woman, use a woman's restroom? This opens the door for the most insane and perverted behavior. And the excuse to allow this behavior on top of the issues of the transgender community, not knowing which bathrooms to use. And if it's really that big of an issue, just build a separate bathroom. <coughs> That's right. And this this is all, and, and people have to understand and everyone in the in the media or in the world in the west needs to understand exactly what's taking place here and i think this is so important how is this how is the bathroom or the gender identity issue how is that for example related to what we see taking place right now with the elections how is the and that's to even ask that question in that way seems to be like, what are you talking about? Did you have a stroke? I mean, you know, are, are, are your neurons misfiring in your head? Well, well, folks, here's what I'd like you to do. Because, and I'm going to give you a little taste, just the listeners and the viewers right here in Global Star on our program, and I'm going to give you a taste of what's what I've my research has come up with, and I've also talked with a gentleman who has retired since retired from the Department of Homeland Security. Um, over the last uh, couple of days, he asked me to keep his it's name out of it. It's it's my old source, ah. okay, who who contacted me in a very interesting manner. It, it would <laughs> oh, if I told you how it was, it went down. It'd be funny. Um, and what's that? So was it an envision? No, actually, it was. It, it was in a. You know, it was more like. Um, Take it, it and wake it, you up in bed. It, it was more like you know. Remember back during the Watergate days when uh, the uh, uh, and the older listeners will appreciate this when um, when when they when uh, Woodward and Bernstein wanted to talk to um, Deep Throat, they they left up. A flower pot on their porch. Well, this is very similar to that, but I won't get into the details. But anyway, my source basically just wants to be left alone at this point um, because retired, of the, right? you know, exactly retired and uh, out of the loop. When I say wants to be left alone, that does not mean he's not doing anything in the background. Um, he does not want to. Really, the doers don't talk much. If, if there's an active person, they're not going to talk much. The about information what doing. he gave you years ago is still very relevant today. Very much. We're watching it still play very out much. today. 
But but I had reached out and and about ten days ago I reached out and I wanted to talk with him and um, and I've known him for decades basically. But um, so finally over the it was it was uh, at the tail end of the weekend and then throughout this week a couple of times he had contacted me and said okay you know we we do need to talk and but we can't talk by phone and we certainly can't talk inside any office building. So isn't that interesting? Whether it's my office or other offices, and uh, certainly not in cars, and open air, open air conversation only. So that was arranged, and and here's um, some of which what I'm about to tell you is, is a product of that contact. But but it's it's going to be watered down a little, not watered down, but I'm going to give you the general picture, and then I'm going to hone in on, on exactly what's going on here. I'm I'm about to uh, publish and and uh, through the good graces of Canada Free Press, perhaps they will also publish this article. It's um, the working title is "New Math in America Depends on Long Division." Now, now think about that title for a second. New math. New in math America. in America dep- depends on long division, and that's kind of a play on words. Notice how Facebook, for example, among other platforms, is. Um, are censoring anything to do with well they're censoring a lot of topics right now they're not allowed oh, yeah. they're not allowing a lot to go through well dominating right now today's headlines as i mentioned earlier uh, are constant references to delegates and superdelegates and the methods of getting th- uh, them by presidential candidates in this election. What was the headline today with 1100 delegates trump could take the nomination. Right. But do you think that's going to happen? Uh, that's a question. But in conjunction with running tallies for each candidate toward that magical, magical, victorious number, now that number is 1,237 on the Republican side and 2,382 on the Democratic side. Uh, accusations of deceptive tactics and chicanery of all types are being gleefully reported to us as American citizens and, and also to the members of the West and the people that are not citizens. Well, to an elite few, and I really want this to, to be understood, to an elite few, successful, successfully capitalizing on rule changes and procedural loopholes are really cause for boasts of political prowess to their followers and, and prideful celebration within the media. Now, we see this from their claims that their candidate, for example, exhibit, well, just by winning, they exhibit, um, they they exhibit their political acumen. They're following the rules and procedures for the win. But let me ask you this, a win at what cost? You see, in the end of this political blood sport, where the rules are manipulated and become a moving target, let me ask this question. Who really wins? Most assuredly, it is not us. It's not the American people. It is not the voters. For such tactics are being used to further divide our nation. Now, I submit that this division, as I said earlier at the opening of the program, is not merely the result of the tactics being overtly employed under our noses. This is not, this is absolutely not an unintended consequence. 
You know, even the most skeptical among us must admit that in all of modern history, the division among Americans has never been greater than it is today. This division is also being fueled by a well-managed media who is subservient to the same global paymasters and those orchestrating the division and chaos that we see before us today. The pundits, the talking heads, the bobbleheads, the, the, the shallow, skirted, and in some time, in some cases, short skirted. <laughs> I found bobbleheads. A, an interesting uh, a book on on ebook online, the Thinker's Guide to Fallacies: The Art of Mental Trickery and Manipulation. It chronicles a, a few different sets of thinking type people. The first type is an uncritical person. It talks about an uncritical person as being socially conditioned into their own into the beliefs their minds are products of social and personal forces they neither understand control nor concern themselves with and it boils down to basically there are um, not enough critical thinking skills in that person they're worried about other things they've been manipulated into a certain way of thinking and they can't get themselves out of it we've all been there until we were able to see the truth but you have the uncritical persons, the unskilled thinkers, to the skilled manipulators, to fair-minded critical persons, and those in between. Well, and, and exactly. I, the reason I bring this up is because this, interestingly, it talks about how deception, duplicity, delusion, hypocrisy are foundational products of human nature. And when we have people who are skilled manipulators and they are working on our human nature to corrupt it, to deceive us, and they are working at, I mean, you can't walk down the street without seeing advertisements, hearing radio ads, seeing TV ads. You're bombarded with it on a daily basis. And due to this, Many people have become lost mentally. So, we have human nature that is um, a problem for the citizenship of America. <clears throat> then you have the uh, what laws are what, what's legal anymore? I mean, you have the, these abominations uh, in the name of tolerance being done, where the Bible is being thrown out. And sin is being brought in. The Bible is being called evil. The sin's being called good. And, and th- this is where I w- I'm, I'm headed right now, because, or, or momentarily, because in the research, in the final analysis, in this evaluation, the the division that is being fueled by this well-managed media, they are subservient to the same paymasters and those orchestrating the division and chaos they're using this division and chaos to divide us further does that sound like a redundancy of course it does does that make sense yes it does and will because the pundits and talking heads have knowingly or in a very few numbers of cases Unwittingly become proxies themselves, each contributing to the division through a full-scale blitz employed across all media venues. That includes television, the print media, 
YouTube, Independent, and others, Political Forums, Survival Forums, Groups that include those involved in Patriots, Survival. You have paid operatives, according to my source, who are peppering these forums, who are supplying copy to YouTubers, who are infiltrating these groups for a seat at the globalist table. They're useful idiots. If you think of the original Red Dawn movie back in 1984, I believe it was, or 83, or in that time period, how many of you remember that despicable mayor or city councilman, whatever that position he held, how many of you remember the position he played? And if you don't remember it, it might be a good idea to to, to watch it the next time it's on, Red Dawn. Because aside from the obvious, and that's the invasion by foreign forces into this country, that's really not necessarily, it's really not necessary. We've been invaded from within. Mm-hmm. And you see, you've got these people like the mayor, or that city councilman, or whatever he was, supplying information to the enemy in exchange for his so-called freedom, in exchange for his house and normal life, or the life that was the new normal. That's what we're seeing today. In in this paper, the um, the Thinker's Guide to Fallacies, it talks about people in general are not interested in truth, but self-interest and advantage. And due to the egotistical self-interest and advantage, the truth goes by the wayside. Then you have what you talked about. The truth makes no difference anymore. Uh, Zbigniew Brzezinski calls it coercive persuasion, which is the media groups, the, the talking heads, the pundits, who are trying to, and I like these terms here, because they, it's brainwashing, but they boil it down to a couple, couple different um, terms. One is, uh, let me see here, thought reform or ideological remolding. And they have other uh, nicknames for it, but brainwashing is the basic term. And it is to persuade people um through allegiance, commands, doctrines, or coercive means toward uh, a thought or action against the desire or knowledge of that individual. Correct. And as we go through all of that, we can see the process. But Americans in general, those people not in positions of authority or at least, well, most Americans have been led into two separate states of awareness or lack thereof. Some have been rendered virtually catatonic by the near-constant barrage of the headlines that have shattered their view of the political system. Are you seeing people suddenly wake up and saying, wait a minute, this isn't right. Oh, this is theft. Or, I can't deal with this. Yeah. I, I, I can't deal with this at all. 
Okay. Absolutely. Well, well, let me let me go further. The other side of that, the other half, or perhaps the lesser half. Uh, they they are looking at this as really a call to action, and and those people in marketing understand what a CTA is or a call to action. But you've got one side who's who have experienced the shattering of their view and paradigm of the political system. Critical the other side stand at the precipice of revolt. But in both instances, and this is the importance, the, the, or the most important thing, none of this is by accident. It is all by design. Mm-hmm. Now, the question is why? And, and not only why, the question also goes to... Um, how long has these have these plans been? I'm, I'm addressing that right now. It, and it, it, it seems to be no end. I mean, it goes back as far as you can as you can trace any written language. You know, if you look at the masthead, for example, of Canada Free Press, it's it's because without America, there is no free world. See, the answers to such questions have are right have been right in front of us all along. Um, and that is one of them because without America there is no free world America stands um, well to fully really understand what we're watching unfolding today both domestically and, and geopolitically on the world stage due to our foreign entanglements which we've been warned and warned and warned about we must think bigger folks we're not thinking big enough we must think outside the proverbial box only then and not until then will we not only see how we've been hoodwinked, how how we've been gamed, but gain a better understanding of the agenda of the end game objectives of the Marxist Fabian socialists in power and those operating behind the scenes. Yeah. Okay, now to fully understand where we're at today as a nation, you've got to understand exactly how we got here. All right. Getting here. How far back do you want us? Well, and and this is something that that we must identify. We must identify those who have brought us here as well, and what their end game objectives are. Now you have got to understand that they're. And when you look at the bigger picture, you've got you've got the big families, the uh, the families of the thirteen bloodlines, the Illuminati, whatever you want to call them, as as you see as you see existing. In that, um, in in the things like um, uh, the Carnegie F- uh, Foundation, the Ford Foundation, all of these NGOs, the, yeah. the, the Soros CFR. Open Society, right? Organizations, everything. You see the funding, follow the money. But the United, see, we are we, we must identify those who are operating today from the same playbook as those from generations ago. Only then will be will we be able to really, as a, as a group, as a family, be able to comprehend the methods that are used to be uh, to to dismantle and destroy our once great nation. And this is not an editorial as as much as it is a findings of research because. Look at the expanse of our nation and the protection afforded by the two oceans. It's made a military attack by foreign powers basically an undesirable option. So the only permissible method to accomplish the formidable task of dismantling America is 
from within. And that mm-hmm. process we have seen implemented in increments over the last century and accelerated under the regime of Barry Satoro, who I cannot call and have not called President Obama since he took office, because that, to me, is implying that he holds that office legitimately, which has yet to be proven in any authenticated venue. And he's the latest leader. That's right. To hold the torch for the agenda. But what we're seeing today is we're witnessing to understand, and to put this in the context, we're witnessing the final stages of division and complete subjugation. It's happening right before our very eyes. We're seeing our political system being bastardized by both political parties, by both useful idiots pining for a seat at the globalist table, and those managing the takeover. So you've got the useful idiots up front, and those people who are pulling the strings of those useful idiots. The veil is being lifted to expose this elite uniparty of globalists who have existed and thrived behind this illusion of choice that so many people have embraced under their normalcy bias. Yeah, and um, this book by Zbigniew Brzezinski that I've referenced from many times, Authoritarian, or Totalitarian Dictatorship and Autocracy, talks about this. It talks about the history of government, how it's a formal scheme of organization, and how in the West there's two schemes predominant, the traditional constitutional republic as it's thought, and the constitutional monarchy. It goes on to say that totalitarian dictatorship is a democracy, and the retention of the constitution will uh, depart through the propaganda value and other contributions made by the totalitarian state or the government, the actors... um, behind the scenes who pull the strings for the brainwashing that we see and you know we we had this country and its laws stolen right out from under us if they even were designed to protect us but an example the 14th amendment right the 14th amendment was taken away what are you this, which, what, well, what? by the US constitution Political correctness uh, can only be is repealed. the government's morality. Amendments can only repeal, uh, be repealed. Yes, if that's um, what you're. If that's what you're. A paper uh, from 1900 <clears throat> by A. T. Jones. He writes: uh, "The political correctness is the government's morality. The death sentence to the Constitution was delivered by the Fourteenth Amendment, being carried out with great enthusiasm since the 1950s." And it goes on from there to dissect the problems in the government. It also asks and defines what is we the people. And I think this is an interesting point. What When we think we the people, we think about what? We the people who are represented by a representative republic. But what if that's not the case? In the... Uh, modern world today, we the people are what? We are a group of what you said, of uncritical thinkers, critical thinkers, manipulating manipulator, uh, behavior manipulators, and then truth tellers. Well, <clears throat> we the people are divided. 
Right, and, and that division has been the goal of, of of the power brokers for numerous decades and generations. So what we're seeing implemented and what we've seen implemented in, in increments over the last century has been accelerated under the regime, unconstitutional selection and election ostensibly of Barry Satoro, and that's nearly complete. So you, when you look at it, you look at Barry Satoro playing his role in that position of power, not not under the constitutional uh, guidelines of eligibility as stated in Article 1, Section 2, um, uh, clause five. No, you are seeing this man elevated to, to his position by both the right and the left, by both conservatives in name and, re- and Republicans in name and by those Marxists, uh, as well. The veil, however, is being lifted to expose the machinations of, of the single uniparty of globalists who have existed and thrived behind this, this illusion of choice. We must never forget that. We, when we look at the headlines that are being thrust before us, whether it be on Drudge or whatever your favorite news site might be, understand that we are being manipulated through the um, tactics and language of the Tavistock Institute, through the language and tactics that have been uh, have been really codified or codified uh, in the precepts of social media. We have been limited in our speech by the 140 characters of Twitter and, and readily embraced such tactics. We have acquiesced and, and said, okay, Facebook, yeah, we can go ahead and um, you know, we accept your terms and certainly we'll comply with your guidelines by not publishing anything that is that you feel is something that's against the principles of the collective good. For example, criticism of gays or homosexuals, I'm sorry, gays is, again, a a bastardization of a term. Our language, entire language, has been and Mm -hmm. continues to be changed. Mm -hmm. We are being manipulated, gamed into this corner. So who's doing it? Why are they doing it? And at what point, at this point here, exactly, tell me why. And t- tell me why that we are accepting it. We are accepting it because we have been dumbed down. We're being conditioned to accept and, it. Right, exactly. We are paying the price <clears throat> right now for our acquiescence or unwillingness to accept the reality of a conspiracy involving the right and the left. Because it, how dare anyone, if if you are, for example, on the side of Russia, Limbaugh, and you listen to him on a daily basis, and I'm using him as an example because he, of course, is the spokesperson for the Republicans, right? They, or at least that's the way it's supposed to be, according to some. Then, of course, you you listen to what he's got to say and, and, and agree, nodding your head accordingly as he cast so-called birthers and those people who dare question, for example, the eligibility of Barry Satoro and even question the identity, not just the qualifications, but the identity and background of that man. So what, what you have is this this group of people who are being ostracized and rendered impotent by their own acquiescence to this, this alleged... Um, um, uh, whatever it might be, I mean, you, 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 no one, no one wants to be mocked. No one wants to be made fun of, and some people don't have the fortitude to stand up and say, "I don't care what you think. This is the right way to do it." Because we have, and not only as as men and women, but as men in particular, working in this 
environment in the United States, and Christians and conservatives all having individual roles but operating in the collective, folks, we have been wussified, and we have been acting like scared schoolchildren of the bully who takes our lunch money. Because, or, or perhaps maybe we're disinvited to the cool table at lunch. We are. Uh, Brzezinski writes it in his book from the 50s, The Problem of Succession in a Totalitarian uh, Regime. It says, all of those concerned in the succession have vested interest in the continued maintenance and regime and are not likely to tear it apart recklessly. They will close the ranks as the masses have no real indication of the internal relationships and developments within the closed circle. Well, that's uh, exactly. And it goes on, you know, to explain from there the level of secrecy, the political connections, the Orwellian image of the entire system as politically controlled, giving the impression that it is uh, individually, uh, you know, you have a choice, but there is a collective leadership in the two-party, what would you call it, two-party, one-hierarchy tier. It, it, it's not there. It, it's it's an illusion. Right. It's like a, a baseball so, team playing a scrimmage against its, itself. You know, Pittsburgh Pirates, let's say. You know, you have the starters and then you have backup players. Well, I, I, right, and, and it's it's it must be it must be made known to everyone that the assault against America from within and its takedown is in its final stages. The overt division that has been caused by the machinations of the globalists in power regarding recent the recent delegate controversy should serve as a flashing warning sign that we have reached the precipice of our own destruction. We have been led by the hand to this precipice. Those holding the reins of power apparently reached or apparently feel no need to hide their exploits anymore and might even, and I submit to you, are viewing this exposure, their exposure, with a certain delight. Why? Because division, an unmolested division, is a tactic of the takedown. And I submit again, while the pundits and party officials command your attention to contain and manage your perception of current events, we are the victims, but we are also the, 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 the victims that have said virtually nothing or have been impotent in our fight against this, this procedural takedown. Well, Look, since the days of Nimrod, it's always been the goal to enslave us, are the compliant masses under the oppression of a central system of governance, while eliminating the dissenters by any and all means necessary. This is where and why the relevance of Bill Ayers and Larry Grathwall, who we've had on our show, in fact, I believe his interview on our show was one of the last he had done before his passing, of course, some refer to this system as a new world order. It is, again, my contention, again, that this is not necessarily a new world order, but an old world order mm-hmm. under a world, the name of a new world order. And when, and the, 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 the earliest, 
um, writings say what you just back up what you just said. The earliest records from the plains of Shinar witnessed that the people at first had a knowledge of a true God, and at some point there was a, a civilization with an understanding and knowledge of God. Then Nimrod stepped in, the first man to do so, yep. assumed the full title and prerogatives of ki- of the king. When there already was a civilization without a government, he was the first man to do this. Nimrod was the first man in the world who had the boldness to take to himself the title and prerogative of king in the face of yet lingering idea of God as king. His name even bears the significance, meaning rebellion. Well, exactly. And and, he was the and, first and one to establish so, the might, power, authority of a human government in the form of an organized state. Well, when you look at rebellion and renegade, they both, I mean, Nimrod with uh, um, the, the connotations of the name associated with rebellion and, of course, the Secret Service code name of, of, uh, of Obama or Satoro being renegade, they both suggest, imply, infer, well, embrace lawlessness. And what we're seeing is the intentional infliction of lawlessness on our country. And since the days of Nimrod, we have been under this system of oppression. So it, let's go back just a touch because what is, for example, here we are in 2016 post, well, pre-election. We've got a month or the, the, the final primaries wrap up um, in the first week of June. We have our conventions that begin following that in the month that follows um, and I have intelligence about those conventions there will be riots there will be attempts to cause riots more appropriately there are blocks and blocks and blocks of rooms that are being reserved for people members of the new Black Panthers the Black Lives Matter and funded, that's right, funded by the socialist, progressive, Marxist, Luciferian elite, such as, and that's a characterization based on my opinion only, such as George Soros. And then you've got the globalists, not, I mean, a step down, the Brzezinski's and those associated with those people. And then even on the right through the political machinations having global ramifications the Carl Roves who have been described who was described at one time as just a magnificent bastard that's right I said it under George W. Bush but where did this all start of course it started on, on and, and with the Babel, but where did this all start here in America? You know, when we look at America, when guided and governed by the moral and spiritual Judeo-Christian values upon which America was first founded at Plymouth Rock, ladies and gentlemen, we, America, enjoyed strength and unity, protecting and preserving our values and freedoms, however, was never, ever a passive process. Back in, in the early days of America, Men rose to the occasion to protect the freedoms, to fight for the freedoms of religious liberty, and hence the revolution. 
It took diligence and action that was contingent upon individual and collective knowledge, understanding, and effort. Even the most basic principles of right and wrong and good and evil, we had to know, they had to know, be taught, teach our children that hundreds of years ago, right after the establishment at Plymouth Rock. Our children were taught right from wrong that good and evil did, in fact, and do exist, and God does exist, and the adherence to Judeo-Christian values, of course, the Mayflower Compact reflects that. And, and then people well follow the commandments of God, the first commandment being love your uh, God with all your heart, mind, soul, and the second one is to love your neighbor as yourself. These are the settlers here in America were, you know, 99% majority of real Christians, people who didn't just call themselves Christians but followed the commandments. Took care of one another, love right. one another. But but see, such morally and morally and virtuous principles, ladies and gentlemen, that were once taught in the home. They were once taught in the home, where there existed this biblically defined nuclear family of one husband and one wife and children, not one wife, one wife, one wife, one goat. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and, and and not one husband, one husband, one husband, one husband. And not one husband and one unsure what I am, but, you know, trying both, dipping my wick into both oil wells or wells of oil because I am gender confused and having the neighbors and friends and family say, that's okay, Johnny or Joni, whatever you might feel, and swing open the transgendered bathroom door, this unisex door. You see, back then, there was this acknowledgement of good and evil, of right versus wrong, and the the fact that, no, yep. this is not inherited. This is the gender questions, the homosexual homosexuality. It was never considered some, not just some uh, health issue, but it was a behavioral issue. And our actions at that time were governed by right and wrong based on the Holy Bible, right. which guided us and continued to guide us until it no longer guided us into, into the 1960s when prayer was ripped out of our schools through fia, judicial fiat. Right? Yeah. The replacement of biblical Christianity has been uh the has brought the worst of the worst out and that not only is with behavior but that is with leaders with principles with um laws and we know we have swayed from our judeo christian foundations at least the people settlers the country as a whole their attitude this is why we prosper let, let me tell you more right, people. Right. Now, now let me tell you something. We're going to hold the phones off until quarter past the hour of next hour. We're going to open the phone lines, but it's not going to be until the quarter past the hour because I want to finish something because built into what I have, what I'm talking about right now, it is something important that has come from my source who still has contacts within the Department of Homeland Security that you need to know that it's upcoming that I will share with you folks first before anyone else. So you could take this and run with this, but understand one thing. As I am talking, we are talking about these issues. 
it is it goes beyond the delegates it goes beyond the perversion of the system it goes beyond the perversion of the constitution and it strikes right at the heart of this program because we do have people listening to this program and transcribing every single word that we say for the purposes of taking this program down through litigation through uh, uh, complaints to various watch groups through the publication of erroneous edited information this Wholesale is war. lies i mean lies well can coming right. from nothing but we are under attack folks this this entity is under attack and it, it most americans might not be aware of it but we're all fighting a war well, obviously we're fighting on a different um a different war than than each and every individual out there. We all but have our we all have our missions, but the war in which we this platform is now engaged has been stepped up. The battle lines have not just been drawn, but they've been crossed. And fire uh, missiles have been fired, warnings have been issued, and yes, we are at the forefront of a war that will extend until this is either resolved or until or until we are no more. And there are plenty of people out there who want to say they are no more. Yeah. And this is not hyperbole. This is. A, a, a very something that is percolating in the background, and I have been made known about this. And we are going into both a civil censor censorship, as well as potential criminal actions. And this, folks, is what you need to know. Not because it's us, but because it's going to happen to other programs in other venues, and more importantly, it's going to happen to you. Maybe not on the level it's going to happen to us, but it's going to happen to you. And this is my warning, approaching the, the, the close of this hour. You better listen. And you, be, I have never said this before on air, but you, seriously, you better understand the nature of the threat, and the nature of the threat. Not that we're just not just us that we're under, but everyone is under. And if you're not now, you will be. So buckle up, buckle in, and prepare to either fight or flee. This is it's from your choice. This was written in 1900. In the time, America will be completely at the mercy of a new god, hence dictatorship. Some think that evil men have captured the political sphere. Not so. They've had it ever since the conventional death of the original Constitution. But eventually, the secret government will gain total control, as it almost has now. And it goes on. Folks, on the other side, 15 minutes more of information, including information from sources a source and then confirmed by a secondary source and some information about what you can expect this summer based on our information that we got followed by your calls 815 pull up in the lines of court this is the global star radio network you may never look at your city, town, or its people the same way ever again. Stained by Blood, a murder investigation based upon a true story by private investigator Douglas J. Hagman. Using the character Mark Stiles, Hagman takes you on a journey behind the scenes where the homicide becomes a secondary to an underworld of satanic ritual abuse, child abduction, and even mind-controlled experimentation. A world dismissed as conspiracy by those who want to keep its secrets hidden. 
exposing the dangers, denials, and deceptions. For five years, a brutal killer remained on the loose, free to kill again. As Mark struggles to navigate the maze of bizarre twists and untangle a web of deeply hidden secrets kept by some of the most powerful and influential people in his community and beyond, you may never look at your city, town, or its people the same way ever again. Stained by blood. Order your copy of this engaging novel today at HagmanandHagman.com and click on the link. Stained by Blood. Welcome back, folks, to this edition of the Hagman and Hagman Report. We, the first hour, are dedicated to an analysis of the headlines, basically what you've been treated to and what we've been immersed in intentionally. What is taking place right now, very simply, is this. We are being led to become even more divided, and we are being led to to a, a status of war, of civil war, and this is intentional. So and everything you see about the delegates, the super delegates, the, the victorious numbers and the boasting that my candidate has more political acumen and prowess than yours is being done with the intent to divide. It is not a collateral effect, but an intended tactic. And watch for more content both on our website and YouTube channel for further breakdown of the manipulation tactics and effectiveness. And, and and that's right. Now, before we get it further, I just really want to uh, give a hat tip to those people who are sponsoring our program. And the, uh, very simply, AmericanSurvivalWholesale.com as a sponsor to our program, you know, there's no time like the present to become prepared because we are, I do believe that, I, I, look, I don't know, just based on the information I got from, from my source and confirmed through other venues, and again, my source, arm's length from the Department of Homeland Security, top agencies, top departments, saying expect supply disruptions, expect, expect things to take place this summer and fall, pre, uh, para and post convention, and expect it to get worse and expect geographically um uh geographically uh, uh specific areas to be affected in other words it's not necessarily going to be nationwide it's going to be by geographical areas and then the learning from that will be used so do do it now order from americansurvivalwholesale.com if you don't have a supply of food um, there you go. They are our go-to company for all things survival related. That includes food and, and other items. You. And they will Payment work with you. Yes, and yes. So, and if you have special needs, of course, their number is on their website at americansurvivalwholesale.com. But don't forget as well your nutritional needs. Those people who are in a big thing in one second after, um, 
with EMP type of, of an attack. Of course, diabetics dying because of unavailable uh, insulin and lack of refrigeration, folks. You know, they, there's a, a blood sugar protocol that they offer for us, for me, that is, and it's available on Hagman and Hagman, or um, American, or yeah, healthmasters.com, healthmasters.com. And healthmasters is just a great, a great, uh, they've got a great product. I can't make any medical claims. All I can say is, I'll tell you what, I have this in my supply cabinet, and I take these products on a daily basis. And th- we have to be mentally, spiritually, and physically prepared. Did you get that? Mentally, physically, and mentally, spiritually, and physically prepared. It's not one and not the other. We can do all three. And get physically prepared. Have the food, have the water, have the nutrition in place. Because, folks, even, let's just say our prayers stop what's coming or, or at least push it down the road a bit. Then you know what? It's not going to, it's not going to. <laughs> Did you see that? Did you see that? I wonder how many people it's, got it. No, it's no big deal. It's not going to, uh, it's not going to hurt because, you know, you will take it anyway. I love it. All right. Thank you. Eric. I know who Thank I'm you. sending this YouTube video to after yeah, the show. No, it's, uh, it's just one of those things. But but now, so going back to, and, and I just want to go back to what I was saying before, because uh, here is how it all comes together. Two things. The BTR chat is open, and folks who are calling in on the BTR line, you have to use the Global Star Radio number. Which is in the description on Blog Talk Radio. It's eight four four seven six nine two nine four four. Exactly, but you know, we talk about the moral and spiritual values that we have been deceived, or that the majority of people have been deceived into believing have changed. Legal are made legal. For example, abortion, the killing of unborn children. Oh, it's the law of the land. And now the law of the land is homosexual, sodomite, marriage, and unity. That is BS. It is not the law of the land. That's a lie that's being sold to you because of the attack by the Department of Education and the people behind the DEA, uh, Department of Education, uh, that is. And, uh, I'm sorry, DEA, Department of Education. So, um, that we've been led to believe that somehow this is a women's rights issue and it's the law of the land by decree of the United States Supreme Court, as well as a Burgerfell. No, no, it's simply untrue. The Supreme Court can neither make law nor impose such a doctrine. Um, Look at Obama's individual states. That's right. But, but see, here's in the larger sense, this is all part of a multifaceted, full frontal assault against Americans. Where do we stand? We stand in the crosshairs because we are providing information to inform, educate, and inspire people. So the, 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 the ramifications against us and programs like ours are increasing. And do not fall for these so-called self-professed Christians who come out and, and I'm sorry to say this because, um, because you, you can identify, if an enemy combatant is wearing a uniform, 
let's just say we're fighting the Germans as we did in World War II. You, you can, in most cases, they're wearing a German uniform or a Japanese uniform or insert the name of a foe uniform there. But when they are, they are presenting themselves to you as Christians and saying, look, you know, with this, and they are attacking you, us, the entirety of our, our, the purview. Well, there's a problem there. There's a huge problem there. And, and there's questions that must be asked because these people are coming out and saying that, 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 for example, classifying us as non-Christians or, or worse and, and saying that we are, um, just saying all sorts of awful things, and it's not that it, it, it's not because that bothers us. What it's is happening? It's a tactic, exactly. And when you follow the bouncing ball, when you follow the money, and you follow everything back to its source, you see that many things are not as they are presented. So what I'm telling you is, be very discerning with respect to who you are listening to, who are presenting themselves as Christians. Just, I, I want to say that because one of the pieces of information that I did receive from my source is saying this. The most effective tactic against you and people in your position, meaning us, and this extends to your listeners, meaning you and viewers, is this. You will be vilified and you will be identified. And once identified, identified first, you will be vilified until you change, acquiesce, and conform into this global, one world, everything is good society, this mindset. Now, if yeah. you don't do that, then the vilification process starts or continues, depending on your status. And if that fails, they will go after you monetarily. They're coming after us monetarily. They're, they're coming after us in numerous ways through sponsors, through advertisers, through people who support us individually, through whatever platform. They want to defund us. They want to take away our methods of funding. They want us to be classified as this intolerant, bigoted, racist, hate organization. This is all part of that plan. Now, you didn't see this before the show, but look at the number one dirty trick for... Right. Um, they accuse your opponent of doing what he's accusing you of. Uh, right. These are right. tactics of, of manipulation and deception. And uh, what you just said is number one on that list. Turn, the, you know, spin it around. That's why they call it spin in the news. Because you'll have, you know... I mean, look at uh, Reverend Flip Benham and his sons who had the TV show on the Home and Garden Network. That's right. They were that, that's a perfect example. Off the air because, and this is what they said in their own words, not because they believed homosexual marriage was a sin, but because they stated their opinion as such. That's that was turned right. around that's on right. them and, and said that they were bigots, they were hate, hateful, uh, you know, they were anti-Christian because of their lack of tolerance for homosexuality. That is part of those tactics that you just um, That's right. listed. Appealing to authority, appealing to fear, pity, popular passions. Um, okay. 
Yeah, I mean, these are, are tactics that the human mind, uh, we have human nature, as I said at the beginning of the show, that is used to, to uh, trick us. They use our own human nature and, and natural um, existence against us. But we allow them to by exposing ourselves to their rhetoric and to their manipulation, to their voices. You know, uh, th- th- that's right. So here, and, and then we're going to open the phone lines, here is the warning that was given to me by my source in a nutshell. Warn your people that there are people, there are things being set up right now ahead of time in advance of the Republican convention and the Democratic convention. Warn the, the listeners, warn your, your listeners and viewers that they will be used as puppets. Warn them that they are being goaded and baited for a reaction and that if the, the default position of the Republican conservatives is not to riot, for example. How many times have you seen uh, a Christian riot or a conservative riot, for example, like the 68 convention? You, it's, you just don't see it. But you will see the potential will be there for a reaction based on active pushing and shoving, active um, uh, um, in-your-face kind of operations at the, these at ground zero and we all sin we all fall short of of the glory you know whether it's cursing whether it's a thought whether it's an action but this is different i mean what you're talking about is going no, to be this coming, is, and this, this is, is totally be, different is right yeah. because we are we're look we are going to be put in the crosshairs and they are going to use our specific reaction to these planned events to then take our freedoms away yep. from us they will, we will be classified as we will be we will be hit with hate crime uh, accusations and we will be censored censored I mean, think about it they've been able to use the bible as labeling it intolerant and hate speech think about when it comes to us and what we say as humans and how we act as humans well and, and the reason this is so imperative right now why now we know all of this we've been we, okay I, how many times do you have to tell us Doug well wait a second I'm telling you this that now they've gone from this observation and evaluation of mm-hmm. those people like us now to a not a passive uh, uh, stance, but now they are pushing the buttons because Obama has only so much time left. And you know, they know that their, their authority, both on the right and the left, with the Republicans and Democrats, conservatives and progressives, conservatives, I should say, and Marxists and communists. Yes, I understand the difference between the latter. However, the end goal is this communist infrastructure supporting a one world government they know that the time is short an example through, through the trade agreements through all of this so now they need to muzzle us and not only to muzzle us but to criminalize our activities this is coming this is a warning please take it as a warning this the, and and also if they can criminalize us based on things that happen at the yeah. conventions that include, but are not limited to, the potential threats to the candidates seemingly coming from us or blamed to us, 
then they will do that, having given the opportunity. So please will. govern yourselves accordingly when you see this. We have to be smarter than the enemy. And this is one statement I'll make, and then we can go to calls. Uh, my people perish for lack of knowledge. This is one example of it. These people who carry the agenda, who are using uh, this mass manipulation, have all the history of all the governments since inception, what worked, what didn't work. They have all that information, and then they have us here sitting in today's day and age with the history of every government, every policy, every law, how, you know, problem, reaction, solution, what worked, what didn't work. So they have it down to a science. Of course. And I've got more. I've and, got more specificity to these warnings, but I'm, I'm attempting to authenticate them to second source them. But understand this. They've got it down to a science. You're right. But the people who have it down to a science are, in fact, within the gates. You think they're your friends. They're right. not. You think they're on your side. They're not. Trust no one. I've never said that before. I don't think at least that directly, but trust no one. Understand that when you're talking, someone is listening. Understand that when you're planning, someone is planning to subvert your plans. Understand that when you are taking your efforts and working them in the field, that your efforts will be subverted or the attempts will be there. Now, they may be successful. They may not be successful. But things are happening now at a breakneck speed because time is short. The bigger, the picture is bigger than you can imagine. And we have to start looking bigger and we have to stop being the, the, and, and I said this last night and I'm going to just finish with this. Everyone here as Christians, men, you better lead your families. You better be the head of your families as Christians. If you don't pray together, and, and lead your family into prayer, you better start doing it today. If you're, if you're not taking a hold of your family and, and protecting them, you better start doing it today. Men. Now, if you're in a family without a, a male, then, 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 then you, the woman in charge or the person in charge must step up to a leadership, leadership position. In unity, there's a difference between unification and unity versus being organized. I certainly don't want to be organized because any organized in, in terms of in terms of um, a group because that group can be infiltrated and taken down. We see this time and time and time and time again. Please. Now that doesn't mean we, we are to keep to ourselves in our own houses and, and whatever. We are to be very discreet and very careful about making uh, alliances with others that we don't know, and even those with whom we do. But understand that the gates have been breached, the enemy is within, and we've allowed it. Now we have to change our tactics accordingly. And come henceforth, understand that the warfare now is being stepped up against all of us. You're part of it, we're part of it, like it or not. We didn't draw first blood. We didn't ask to be here, but we're here now. So there is the information, and there are different aspects to that, different different facets to this, but you get the gist of it. I've been told it's on. And you Three probably didn't need to be told, you know. I mean, we Confirm. see it today, yeah. 
but but some people need a, a reminder. Yep. Some people need to understand that what was written three years ago, what my source, the very source said, look, they're, they're, they're pining for a civil war. This is their tactic. They're a revolt, a revolution, so they can come and clamp down. And, and people say, well, Jade Helm, you know, you, you warned about Jade Helm. Well, nothing happened. Oh, yeah. What do you mean nothing happened? Hold on. Hold the phone a second. All Jade Helm. The- Jade Helm was an operation to preposition assets and resources. And, and like people who are saying nothing bullets. happened. Jade, with Jade Helm, you're fools, and you're fooling yourself. You're fools. Yeah, you think they would spend money, use the resources of thousands of military personnel for no reason, for months on end? Just like the billion of bullets that the U.S. government bought, separated and stored at different locations near major metropolitan areas all across the country. Just because the bullets haven't been used yet doesn't mean they don't have them locked and loaded, ready to go. Let's go to the phone lines. We're going to go to Glenn in Florida first. Glenn, you're Hello, live gentlemen. on the Hagman and Hagman Report. How are you? Good. How are you? Good, good. Um, I hate to start off with something so heavy, but I'm going to share something with you, uh, something prophetic. Um, you, are you familiar with Jonathan Kleck's work? Yeah. Okay. Um, the answer, just this is this is a, just something that he needs to know. The answer to what is on the, the false flags that are on the three currencies, the ten, the fifty, and the hundred, they can all be found on the one dollar bill. What I will tell you is, it's critical to understand the pyramid, which its measure with the capstone is fifty-seven hundred and seventy-six inches which correlates with this year. It's important to understand that first and foremost. On the obverse side of that is the eagle. The timing of events will center around something and a prophecy that's on that side of the dollar bill. And it's something that is very familiar. The other thing that I would share with you, Washington is on the $1 bill. Understand Washington's vision for America. Uh, if, have you ever read Washington's vision? Uh, yes, we have. Actually, we just talked to Augusto Perez, who will be coming on next Monday, I believe, to talk about okay. uh, the revelations he's received about Washington's visions of the three perils or wars of the U.S. Now, the the thing, the the one thing you have to understand is a few things in there. Um, but one is there is an angel who appears, a bright angel. And this angel, he brings the country together, a country that's divided. Um, the angel is very important. It's somebody, it's a messenger. Angels are messengers. Okay. Um, most of what I would like to tell you, I think I need to tell you off air. Uh, I can give you more details about what's on the currency. Uh, yeah, send and I, what I would like to do is leave you my name and phone number. We we do have that. Um, so, so, or so better yet, do, do this. A, any kind of information like this should be done by email. Send an email. Okay, although we have okay. it, uh, verify it, studio at hagmanandhagman.com, studio at hagman. Just go to hagmanandhagman.com, no. fill out the contact form, and in the subject line caller, put in information, okay, from... Or Washington from Vision. Whatever. The, the last thing I'd share, you, you shared there is a sense of urgency. 
Um, understand, uh, one month from today, there is a very auspicious date <laughs> uh, that you need to understand to basically round out the prophecy. And what date would that and be? And that's all I, I. What's that? You want to give the date? Well, it is a Friday the thirteenth. It's the only Friday the thirteenth on the calendar. It's May thirteenth. Okay. And uh, basically, the prophecy on the one dollar bill, uh, ninety nine years ago, from that date. If you understand the Fatima prophecy, okay, and if you understand. One of the things, uh, Jonathan Kleck's The Unrolled Scroll video, uh, if you understand the word, the Hebrew word in the Strong's Concordance, 6869, um, if you understand that, then you'll understand basically the whole Mary-Fatima duality there. Okay. Okay? Look forward to your email, and thanks Excellent. for the information thank you Bye-bye. all right glenn have a good night all right let's go to karen in new jersey next karen you're live on the hagman and hagman report hi there i wanted to let doug know i got his butterfly in teacups <laughs> does he know what i'm talking about yeah karen did you did you get the did you get the signal did you interpret it did you hold it up to a mirror and jump up twice and i got it times? Okay. i'm like wow i got the code <laughs> yeah, yeah anyway well, um, I'm, gl- I'm glad you, you got it <laughs> i got a, such a chuckle out of that because i just pictured you waiting online with the incompetent post office workers and that whole story was funny so well, thank you. anyway thank you for signing the book for me um it's very nice i sent my other copy to a friend so I can keep the signed one, and I really appreciate that. So oh, I, I look forward yeah. to reading it. Yeah, well, thanks. And, and you know what? Let me know. How, let me know what you think of it because again, you know, I walked in. It's kind of like eyes wide shut. You walk into something, and and the only reason I'm again talking about this is, um, of course, you're talking about it, but but really, this kind of, in retrospect, this really set me on the path of where I'm at today and now I fully appreciate and understand Russ Dizdar and Steve Quayle and, and I get it now. At, le- at least I get it at a certain level. Not at their level, but at a certain level. And I and, and I hope there, to bring in others by getting it too. Is there a reason you waited so long to write it? Or Yes. <laughs> yes. People died or? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I had to wait actually uh, you know, uh, a project. Yeah. Been, I, I had to wait for, for a long time. To, yeah, uh, I had to wait for certain people to die, and then th- there was a concurrent. There's a concurrent case, if you will, taking place. Mm-hmm. That's taking place right now. So it's it was tactically. Let's just say it was tactically released. Yeah, very good. Um, I have one quick question. If, I don't know if you know the answer. The Temple of Baal, the Ark that they said was going to go up in Times Square. Now I read that it's not going up. Do you know uh, what the what the truth is to that? Absolutely, we was do. Was it canceled? Yes, yes. And you know, I, I this is interesting because um, author of Prepare for Persecution, Maria yeah. Canise, has been ahead Marie of this. Maria Canise, yep. yeah. I read her right. email. Yeah, uh, she's she been, sent us. She's been ahead of this. Let me find it. And um, she has really done a lot. Um, 
I'm sorry here. She's done a lot with respect to her research and such. And she's actually been quoted, although not by name, um, um, by people like Michael Snyder and others. Okay. Um, let's see here. Um, yeah. So the, the pushback, uh, was it from pushback that they canceled it? There's a large part. Yes, a large, uh, let me. Yeah, I'm. I'm looking for. I. I. I wanted to grab these notes before before this show, but um, um, there's a there was a pushback, but there was also things that when I look at this, and and I went as deep and a little bit deeper than Maria did, I can tell you that that uh, it's because people are waking up and, and saying, wait a minute, we're not going to have this. Okay. Good. So it's because of people like you and listeners and and other things. Um, I heard they were making three D printers and giving them out to. They were ordering them for schools, and then there's the all the the lettering on it, like it's some sort of a invoking the, you know, the demons and stuff. Is that's what I heard? I think that's what Maria said. Yeah, and it's um, yes, yes. There are other aspects to this uh, as well, and, and the number we had attributed the number or stated the number was a uh, uh, hundred, and uh, when it should have been a thousand. Okay. Now, uh, what what uh, Maria sent us is an article from the Telegraph, which uh, is uh, a UK paper. It says that the there was a report to put up in, in the original plan also the Ark from the Temple of Baal in New York and London simultaneously, but that's been scrapped. Instead, mm-hmm. it is going to be um, unveiled in London. Then, since there has some backtracking on the original idea, they may unveil the one in New York later. They may uh, decide not to put one up. Or they may build another one, or or a um, as she writes. Uh, but there will be no simultaneous unveiling in New York. They may transport the London Ark there later, or build another one. But they are no longer uh, constructing the Ark for the basically the Arch, square, right? Arch. Yeah. So that's really good news. We're it, making a difference, hopefully. Yeah, it really uh, is. in part we are. Yes, yes. And, and, and you'll see mixed well, stories on this. This people are still reporting that it's, it's happening, um, and others are reporting it's not. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you very much. God bless you right. guys. God bless you too. Thanks, Karen. And, and I'm glad you got. I'm glad you got the coded. Uh, coded one. <laughs> I loved it. It was great. I, I I got the biggest laugh out of that. Thanks for the story. God bless you. Okay. Right. Bye. Thanks, Karen. Have a good night. All right, we're gonna go to Judy in Florida next. Got two Florida callers tonight. Judy, welcome to the Hagman and Hagman Report. Hi, Joe. Hi, Doug. Um, I have like a hundred things I would really want to talk about. Um, the first one that really comes to mind, I think that's significant in what you guys have been talking about so far. Just going back to um, Bruce Springsteen's decision not to have his concert in uh, North Carolina, I think that... Um, much like uh, Bob Dylan uh, basically discussed on the 60 Minutes program many years ago, um, you know, he has to keep up his end of his deal with, you know, his, his master, um, the chief commander, I think he called him. I think that Springsteen is, is controlled 
Um, mm-hmm. And please correct me if I'm wrong or if you disagree. You're, you're talking I, about I an interview would... reference uh, on YouTube where he talked about uh, selling his soul for fame and fortune, correct? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I think these things are, are quite real. And you know, you guys uh, interject at any time. I, I mean, the, as much as I've looked at the entertainment industry, and um, I mean, it's all disgusting from you know the foundation up. Uh, I think that these types of contracts are real, and I think that there's high expectations of these entertainers and actors and actresses to toe a line. Uh, in order to, you know, keep, you know, what they've amassed. And I really think they're all probably the most deceived of all of us because I think in the final analysis, uh, the entity they're working for is going to take them where he's going. And it's not going to be a party. Um, But but that doesn't make it any less real. I I think, you know, if you look at it in raw terms of, um, you know, the orchestration of, of everything that's happening that is uh, negative on the planet. I mean, we're talking about Satan and um, in the purest form. Uh, and I just look at, you know, that one little decision about Springsteen. Um, you know, I, I, I'm sure he agreed to it, but I don't think he really cared, cares less about the LBGT community and would have, you know, just gladly played for money in North Carolina, but he's playing his part. I mean, I, I've, I've uh, marched many years ago um, in D.C. with uh, Susan Sarandon, Tim Robbins when they were together, Jane Fonda, um, and Sean Penn, where they were all making an appearance and, you know, uh, you know talking about their strong feelings about the, the Iraq war and how wrong it was. But I think these things are just ploys. I think that's, you know, when actors and actresses, you know, get into activism like this, what they're doing is placating the public, um, and they, and I think they give feedback to, to their handlers in, in the industry. I don't think they have our best interests at heart at all, which includes Bruce Springsteen, as I said, and the, and the people that I just mentioned that I marched with on Capitol Hill. I mean, it's just all a farce. But I, I think that this is all part of the um, agenda moving forward. And I was, I was thinking about it earlier today, forgetting that this was even, you know, a time to, you know, or the day that, you know, I would be calling, be able to call in and talk to you guys. But, you know, this is just, uh, I don't know, it's, it's a very satanic agenda. And I, I don't, do you guys actually believe that the entity of Satan is 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 on the planet currently somewhere? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah, I, he's yeah, the yeah. prince of the power of this yeah. area. He's the prince of this world. And uh, not only is he here, he's a permanent. He tenor. is micromanaging and influencing what you were just talking about. These performers, entertainers. Yeah. Uh, he, I mean, look at what, how Russ Isdar talks about Blavatsky and Alice Bailey. How they were demonically inspired or charged writings. You know, pretty much every song, every TV show is a demonically charged um, uh, piece of entertainment or um, purposely put yeah, there. And, and it, this Satan is, why, is behind all of it. And, and, and this is why that Laurel Canyon 
um, the story, the complete true story behind Laurel Canyon is so important because that was not just a collection of musicians who just happened to be in the same, in the right place, in the same place at the right time. This was, uh, this was done through the military industrial complex where uh, people with basically no talent were put together and a movement, a satanic Luciferian movement was launched concurrent with the uh, drugs, sex, and rock and roll. I mean, drugs and sex that included the rock and roll. They were a means to an end, and they were used to to really uh, pervert and to corrupt and to make toxic uh, an entire generation. That's this is why the Bible... This is why the Bible says that, you know, I, I don't know if some of them actually, you know, were given talents also. A really prime example of um, some of the best music that's ever been made, um, you sort of alluded to this, is, is uh, Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young. And I was listening, I, I, I moved from one place to another Saturday, this last Saturday. And, you know, the first music that I decided to listen to was Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young's Deja Vu. And you look at it from a, 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 a um, sort of a Christian perspective, they were quite conscious of what was in their lives, why they were there in that time period. The, 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 the song Woodstock... Um, if, if you listen to, to all the lyrics, I mean, uh, Joni Mitchell was quite conscious of um, the society she was a part of, but it was marvelous music. And oh, yeah, uh, I, yeah. Un- undeniably, and that does go to a number of things that include frequency use. But yes, you're you're absolutely correct. I mean, it was marvelous music. You're right. And I, there was a, and I don't know if you remember the name John Todd. I think he was a, a former member of the Illuminati. He, he started speaking out against it. And he was uh, like a uh, CEO or just one of the top people of what was called Zodiac Records. And he gave several talks before he disappeared off the planet. I mean, just literally, they, they, no one really knew where John Todd went. He was probably sacrificed. But he, he talked about a, uh, uh, when he, um, went back to Laurel Canyon, I guess it was, or somewhere in California, and he talked to David Crosby, he asked about, you know, do they still go through the same sequence of taking the master recording and taking it into the room to be cursed, you know, and, and, you know, to be played for the first time, so the curses were, like, laid into it before production, and and David Crosby's um, response was, yeah, of course. You know, it's interesting, yeah. Yeah. The, the consciousness of of the of the whole matter. I mean, it, I mean, I don't. Not, I'm not going to take up your programming. Well, no, this what is important because I mean, it just it's important to understand because David Crosby, in addition to his music, is known for something else, and that's to spread his essence, if you know what I mean, his DNA, um, <laughs> <laughs> to export his DNA to to willing females, and you've got a lot of little David Crosbys running around, and, and, and some um, who um, I mean, he's done it for many famous people. Famous I think Melissa Etheridge was one. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. So, so, so why is that? You know, could it be that, that, for example, David David Crosby, aside from everything else, is a member of a royal bloodline, and, and there's, yeah. you know, so yeah, you're 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 right on the money. 
Um, well, I, I, the, the other thing, I mean, like I said, there's a hundred things racing through my head, but it's like I've, I've looked at the fact that um, there, I, I've made a decision myself that there are malleable human resources and then there are sentient human beings or if you want to take it a step further, spiritual beings. I mean, there are people that, even though I I will talk to them and I know that they're smart people, I know that they they are religious people, it doesn't mean that they want or can take the information that I give them. And um, it's very frustrating because the bottom line is, I mean, as as these, the satanic effort, I'm going to call it, is being stepped up on the gem of America, as that gem is being robbed, it's those people that are jeopardizing my family. Amen. I mean, that, that's the source of my anger. Because of their complacency, because of their apathy, because of, you know, them turning a blind eye. I mean, and we're talking about people with, with children that I love, okay? I mean, you, you know, my, my, my family is going to suffer as a result also. And it's not that, you know, um, I don't feel that heaven is not at the end of it. But it's like, I don't understand these people with absolutely no uh, sense of self-preservation. Thank you. I mean, ding, 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 ding. Caller of, of, of the week. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, if, I could, if you were here, I'd hug you. Well, <laughs> I, I mean. Well, it's, it's like, you know, if, if, if you're, I've, I've talked to you about on this program that I've called once before. And I said there are going to be Christians that they're, they're pre, you know, trib uh, types, and they think they're going to be taken out, or they they feel that self defense, as far as like arms, is is not the way to handle it. Which I I just think is that's mental illness, personally. I mean, I I don't know where the line is drawn because I know that you know um, God is is essentially protecting those that are at least asking for it. But it's like if people are not moving to protect their families. You know, their, their children and grandchildren. I mean, there's just something very wrong with that picture, Christian or not. Amen. You're you're absolutely right. You brought up so many good points, including and especially the fact that we need we need to be responsible for not just ourselves but for others around us. And you know, I I, I don't understand one thing. If you're a Christian, then um, to to me, the op- opposite of love is not hate; it's indifference. And if that's mm-hmm. the case, you know, how can you allow, how can you just sit back if you're a Christian and, and watch as others are, are gobbled up into this Luciferian system without you sounding the warning bell? To me, that's either laziness or indifference, and indifference, I don't believe, will be looked upon favorably by, by our, our Creator. Well, I left the Bible study not long ago because... Out of one mouth, they were saying you're not supposed to love earthly treasures, but 45 minutes of the whole Bible study was taken up talking about vacations, second jobs, first jobs, travel, you know, stuff like that. I'm like, what? So, I mean, I, I just, I, I let let it go. But it's like, you said that you used a word earlier that is extremely important, and that is the word responsibility. Because, you know, people don't understand as America's being dismantled that they're responsible that's right each and every person 
who is inactive, who says, oh, that's just politics, or, oh, you know, don't worry about it, everything is going to be okay. I mean, that, that's just, that's rubber room happiness, I call it. I call it just derangement. I, I, I don't understand it. Because uh, it's, it's really yeah. irresponsible. It, it, it is. And and thank you for pointing that out because there are many people, and I think sometimes it's an adherence to their, their normalcy bias, or it's uncomfortable because it causes it, it, it necessitates some sort of action when, in fact, um, you know, perhaps their default position is, is passivity, and passivity in the face of danger equates to self destruction, as you pointed out. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Which, I, I just, just one other I, I, thing, because you know, I know you've got other callers. I really, really, really wish, and I don't know if it would, it would have really made a difference or not, why um, the whole concept of the law of Glass-Steagall hmm. had not been taught in the alternative media in general. I've talked about Glass-Steagall on the Alex Jones program when Max Kaiser was on. Sure. And Max Kaiser said to me over the phone, not that I'm anybody, because I'm, I'm not, I'm just a, uh, a woman out here in the wilderness, but he said, yeah, it's a very good idea, but people that take ideas like that very seriously and try and implement them find themselves getting thrown out of airplanes. <laughs> I mean, oh, what do true. you do with that information? Well, but it's like, if we don't have Glass-Steagall, if we don't have the protection... Uh, the separation from commercial from investment banking. How 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 can we ever wish to rebound anyway? Right, it's a great yeah. point you make, and we could do a whole show on on that question alone. But but, but see, just the fact that you're talking about this, and, and for those not understanding what Glass Steagall, what that legislation was, uh, it's Glass Steagall is. is um, it's a reference to, uh, I think, before five, six, a number of uh, provisions in the Banking Act that goes back to thirty-three. That separated the Banking Act. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it separated, uh, uh, prevented the banks from becoming casinos. Well, mm-hmm. known as the Banking Act of nineteen thirty-three, okay. and, and and that was repealed under. A Republican Congress, I believe, and and a Democratic president. I think it president. was. I think the final death knell of it was under Clinton. Right, but didn't wasn't it under? It was Clinton as president, but didn't didn't we have a um, a Republican Congress? Well, regardless, Republicans and Democrats took took both took part in the uh, removal of the limitations that were imposed by Glass Steagall. So. But it's like we're, 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 we're now under the Dodd-Frank law. We are no longer secured depositors. We are unsecured lenders. Mm-hmm. Which and is going to be the mechanism. And that's where the, the door yep. is, is open for all the yep. abuses like what we saw in Cyprus and in Greece and so on. That's yep. right. Yep. That's and, right. And this is where, you know, um, we've already seen how we've been used to be made merchandise out of we know how the federal reserve loans money to the united states we pay interest on our own money uh since 1913 you know um and the continued uh just tearing down of rules regulations protections provisions in order to keep um and this specifically keeps banks from investing uh money into um, 
let's see, the exact definition of the Glass-Steagall Act was to prevent banks from uh, investing in commercial uh, commercial banks from engaging in investment business. And, and that was repealed yeah. by the Graham uh, Leach Bliley Act in 99, the Financial Services Modernization Act uh, in 99, Graham Leach Bliley, all um, co-conspirators, in my view, um, uh, for the Wall Street bankers. And, and yeah, and you're right, that, that opened the door to what we're seeing today. You're, right. you're precisely correct. All money in banks are owned and property of the banks, and if they are taken by the banks... It is the law. I mean, we are unsecured depositors, as you said. And and it's repealed. By the way, it's repealed. Three Republican uh, lawmakers, Graham, Phil Graham, uh, Leach, and uh, Thomas Bliley. So, yeah, it, it, it's a uniparty-type uh, operation. But it's, it's, um, it's, it's tragic because um, I really think that... Uh, we we may have already passed the Rubicon, I'm afraid, but, I mean, if, if there was an education that was given and the alternative media could do it, because, you know, I've talked on four programs about the concept and, and you know, the, it's the only thing that I 100% agree with well, with the LaRouche Political Action Committee. But they've been talking about Glass Steagall for years, and they and they were actually very active on Capitol Hill. I just don't know if it can ever happen. A lot of people just don't know the the uh, the relevance and just how precious of a law it was, because yeah. it was precious. Well, it, it had to be implemented because of the creation of the Federal Reserve, which uh, back in 1913 had that not. Past, I suppose the need for such legislation may not right. have been required. Yeah. This is know. throughout American history. It's been a legal tenant or historical imperative throughout our history. American banks uh, not to be controlled by commercial firms, that banks themselves not control commercial firms either. The reasons for separation are worthy, and um, they, this needs to be preserved, separating the commerce um but what happened is in the pre- uh, present day, you have the uh, Keynesian economics, the uh, versus the Austrian model, right, 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 and, and, and the John Maynard Keynes uh, or Keynes, I should say. This was a protection yeah. from fascism, and, and much more than that. <laughs> well, and, and now this is why the government owns NBC and General Motors, and um, well, that's a that's a collateral effect, right? right the right, intended right. effect of it, yep. Yep. Yeah, and, and our protections have been taken away. Now, I mean, we talked about the Constitution in the first hour, and I, I believe it is basically null and void. Uh, you just see, you know, there there are no rights. Rights are, are perceived anymore, um, and that goes for the financial world, too. Um, survival can, of the can fittest. I just state, can I just state one thing for the record, though? Sure. Just, just because I still have a, a remnant of free speech left, <laughs> I'll tell Go anybody. I'll tell any homosexual male. I think sodomy is disgusting, and I'll <laughs> <laughs> and I'll I'll just say that that homosexual homosexuality in general is is ungodly, and that I I, I pray for the souls of 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 any homosexual that's even listening. Um, I mean, that's just, I know it's just the tip of the iceberg kind of a thing because there's so many uh, different uh, terrible things at play here. But, 
you know, I, I just wanted to exercise my freedom of speech in saying that. Well, amen, and well said. I mean, there it is. We still have, we still have, uh, you know, we're exercising our freedom of speech while we still can, and that while we still can is very important. So yeah, I, uh, I hope it. I hope it continues. It's, it's, it's you know we'll have to see. I mean, I have my doubts, but it, it just could be the time that we're in. I mean, if it's if it's biblical end times, you know, I guess we just try and slow the process to bring as many souls to Christ as possible, and to you know, I don't know, and, and enjoy the beauty that's still left that is God's. So I, I don't know. Amen. Well, thank you. Well, God bless you. Thank you so much for the call. And the, and the great answer. Thank you for, thank you for listening. God bless you. All right. Bye-bye. Good night. Before we move on, folks, to a call, I received an email here. We received an email, and I'm going to read this without names. Anonymity has been requested. But the subject is words for the single women. Please share liberally. And listen to this, please, because it contains information of a very... Is important information. The message starts off by saying, as uh, by referencing Isaiah forty or fifty four, um, chapter fifty four, verse five, for thy maker's is is thine. For I'm sorry, for thy maker is thine husband, the Lord of hosts is his name, and thy redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, the God of the whole earth, shall he be called. Now, now listen to this. I told my son, now this is from a woman, a mother, a listener. I I know this woman. Respect this woman. She writes, when I told my son to trust no one, he gave me that look, you know, like you're crazy, right? Six months later, his best friend... was bludgeoned to death. And that, by the way, was just three weeks ago. By allegedly a mutual friend. Now imagine this. Yeah. Okay, he's still in shock. But he's experienced firsthand what, what, what this woman was trying to tell him. Tell him in love. Understand that we are talking in love. And understand the woman that sent this. And God bless you hearts broken through murder please share the above she writes the above verse with all single women and moms and and, and this listener clings to it tenaciously she writes please pray that this will bring Bill closer to Jesus and others but we can always trust our God our Messiah Jesus thank you so much for sharing that and folks think that think about that Think about what what you just said. More calls after this. Stay with us.
This is the Global Star Radio Network. City, town, or its people the same way ever again. Stained by Blood, a murder investigation based upon a true story by private investigator Douglas J. Hagman. Using the character Mark Stiles, Hagman takes you on a journey behind the scenes where the homicide becomes a secondary to an underworld of satanic ritual abuse, child abduction, and even mind-controlled experimentation. A world dismissed as conspiracy by those who want to keep its secrets hidden, exposing the dangers, denials, and deceptions. For five years, a brutal killer remained on the loose, free to kill again. As Mark struggles to navigate the maze of bizarre twists and untangle a web of deeply hidden secrets kept by some of the most powerful and influential people in his community and beyond. You may never look at your city, town, or its people the same way ever again. Stained by Blood. Order your copy of this engaging novel today at HagmanandHagman.com and click on the link. Stained by Blood. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to this Wednesday edition of the Hagman and Hagman Report. It is Open Phone Lines Wednesday. This is a, a new addition to the Hagman and Hagman Report that we just started doing in the last few weeks. And uh, each Wednesday, we keep at least two hours, the second and third hour, open for your calls, listener calls. Um, we would like uh, first-time callers would uh, get preference first. But anything that's on your mind, we've talked about or haven't talked about that you want to get into, feel free to give us a call. The number is 844-769-2944. That's for calls to talk only. We do have a listen line that's on our website at hagmanandhagman.com. Before we get back to the calls, Russian jets buzz U.S. ship. Again, more theatrics, but nonetheless important theatrics, because consider this a just one big family of globalists, and there are there are are little uh, tips between globalists and you know who they're fighting for, who's going to be on top on the other side. Referencing this is a reference delivered to uh, a, a sexual position, and that's how they think. That's not my interpretation that's how they think and they use planets and numerology and all of this to guide their actions now russian jets buzz u.s ship you think that's an accident no is that a provocation certainly how many times have we seen russian jets or ships um coming into you know close to u.s airspace or uh, u.s waters or you know having flybys or or close calls with other u.s planes or uh, military equipment but in the, yeah frequent. exactly and in the larger sense as we as we step back and look at even more of this mosaic um we're seeing where the panicked people with money are panicking they're 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 investing in bomb shelters they're investing in panic rooms like never before yeah um 
the banks are not prepared for any type of crisis. The world, it is said, is sleeprocking into fresh multiple crises. We've got Obama accused by uh, a very large uh, producer. In fact, it's a shoe company, um, a New Balance, uh, saying that, uh, uh, hey, Obama had told us to shut up about the TPP, about the Trans-Pacific Partnership. It's all about trade. It's all about the globalization of trade. It's all about leaving the borders open. Why do you think the borders still remain open despite despite all of the uproar, despite this influx, why do you think people, um, so-called from the uh, Syrian humanitarian crisis, if it was truly a humanitarian crisis, you would not see, for example, the photographs of, of mainly men and then uh, just uh, you know one token female with a couple of children. You would see a greater uh, mixture. And you have, on the Marxist progressive side, people who are attempting to um, make others feel like they're racist and bigoted and, and such and xenophobic because we are not welcoming these people with open arms. They themselves are useful idiots, not re- not either not realizing or going along with the narrative that, hey, this is nothing but a humanitarian crisis. This is an orchestrated invasion, not a humanitarian crisis. A crisis. So when you see individuals taking soccer balls and teddy bears to to a border uh, and giving them to uh, the children of illegal aliens who are illegal aliens themselves are, are you know you've got to ask yourself now are they just ignorant to the facts or are they pushing this this optic this specific optic and i would dare say it's the latter not the former given those people's uh, level of uh, this uh, the possession or positions and awareness but understand, it's all about the centralization, this thrust, final push toward taking down America in order to make America subjugated to a UN or a one world, new world government that is centralized outside of the United States. We are not going to be calling the shots, and certainly America cannot act as a buffer against the new world order being imposed. And that's what this is all about, and they will take down anyone attempt to take down anyone in any way, shape, or form who is attempting to expose this. And the the mm-hmm. the, the whole tactic now, according to my sources, it, it basically, look, it's a new day and it's a new fight. And the new fight is we're coming after you. Yeah, anyway, any way that they can, whether it's your name, your reputation, whether it's your life. That is correct. So... You know, it's it's amazing. We, uh, you know, again, we go back to the delegates and the constant uh, with the delegates and the theft and the boastful arrogance and hubris, saying my candidate's smarter than yours, my candidate's playing checkers while yours is playing chess. Whether it's Sanders and Clinton or Trump and Cruz, in the end, it's all about division, salting the perception to create division. And division is what they're after because a divided country cannot fight. And that goes to the families as well. They want the families to be divided and they want the church to be divided. And they're doing a heck of a great job. Compliments of those Christians, those people, those individuals who have decided to just take a passive stance, roll over and not say anything or fall into uh, either actively or passively fall into this 
this normalcy bias as well as this mental state of well this is how we should act as Christians using the Bible not as a source of information but as a weapon against the truth telling people on, uh, on various platforms and shame on them well you know we um, are told in the Bible that uh, at that Matthew twenty five thirty two and before him shall be gathered all nations and he shall separate them one from another as a shepherd divideth his sheep from the goats and it also talks about how there will be uh, separations within families divisions within families and this goes back to uh, to Babel to the dispersing of, of peoples in uh, their own languages after they tried to complete the tower uh, and the Lord dispersed them into 70 different nations 70 different tongues and um, if you go back into Deuteronomy and, and the Old Testament in Genesis, you can see where there is in the Lord's instructions to keep separated. Now, this was back, obviously, you know, what was it, 4,500 years ago. Same plan, same playbook, different people. Right. I mean, this in, in Genesis was for the the purity of the uh, genetics for the Savior to be born on earth. Now it is for the spiritual kingdom in, in the afterlife. Here we I mean, go. We're uh, in a spiritual battle. You end up in one of two places, heaven or hell, whether you believe they're real or not. And that's a, a fact people are going to sadly find the hard way. We're going to go back to the phones, back to Florida, Marita, in Florida. You're live on the Hagman and Hagman Report. Oh, my goodness. Hi. How are you? Hi. Great. How are you? Um, How's Florida? <laughs> oh, it's always beautiful here. Lots of chemtrails, though. Lots of chemtrails. Um, I want to first... Can you all hear me okay? Sure. Oh, perfect. Okay, because I, I have y'all on speakerphone. I wanted to, um, first of all, thank you both. I, I I just find it to be an honor to speak to the both of you, to have had an opportunity to meet the both of you in Dallas and the rest of the speakers in Dallas. It was just just eye-opening and spirit-filling. Oh, <laughs> well, I, 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 I try not to take up too much of your time, but... Um, <laughs> I was sharing with you that I, I'm, I, I won't say recently awake because I've always been awake. I think what, what's happened to me and my family and some of my very close friends is that we're finding people of like-mindedness, I guess you can call it. So that I am very, very grateful for. And I wanted to thank the both of you for your obedience, for your strength, for your love for God's people, for his word, for his wisdom, for his discernment, for just the things you just, you can't even find anymore out there in, in a spiritual sense, I guess you can say. Um, my son and I are very much looking forward to your community watchmen that you are setting up, so we're very much involved with that, and I wanted to thank you for that, and I wanted to just make a... Um, <clears throat> I guess you can say I agree 
wholeheartedly with everything you teach. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't want to be like, hey, I'm bowing down to y'all. It has nothing to do with that, but it just says the spirit beareth witness. And so it's just nice to listen to a program where you're validated, I guess you can say, in the things that God is speaking to you, you know. And, and at the same time that you were just speaking about the division and the... um I guess you can say like friendships ending and relationships ending. My son and I are very much experiencing that along with some of my other friends. And I guess as God begins to reveal the truth, as the remnant, I guess you can say, is beginning to wake up, you're finding that there are a lot of people that are turning in an opposite direction. And they actually, you're finding that they actually like having their heads in the sand. No matter what you send them, no matter what you say to them, no matter how much truth you present, uh, they look at you like you've lost your mind. And I, I think that's the scariest part. Um, but the purpose for my call is about five years ago, I had gone to see the movie Robin Hood. And I had been corresponding with your director, Kevin. And when I, w I was kind of running away that night, and I went to see the movie Robin Hood with, um, <clears throat> I can't remember the gentleman's name um, who's in that movie, Russell Crowe. So anyway, there's a scene in the movie where Russell Crowe is in this little area, and he had found the sword of his father. And the binding had come loose. And so he begins to unravel the binding. And what's written on the, um, what's inscribed on the handle of that sword says, Rise up, rise up, until lambs become lions. So at the point I'm reading those words on the movie screen, I mean, I'm pretty much in a row all by myself. You know, the Spirit of God comes on me, and I'm literally, like, shaking in the seat. And I kept thanking God. I'm like, oh, my God. I thank God that there's, like, nobody sitting next to me. So I kind of just kept it under wraps until the end of the movie. And then as I'm driving home, I find out later what it's called, but I get this, this like, spoken word called, When Lambs Become Lions. And I was kind of hoping that tonight, I just prayed, I said, Lord, if it's your will for, for me to share that spoken word, then I'll get through on the line and I'll be able to share it. But I, I'm asking your approval to just share a spoken word that I believe is a now word for the remnant of God, because I believe God is waking up a sleeping giant. And that remnant, I believe, is a, a remnant that, you know, as God says in the end times, he'll pour out the spirit of Elijah, and that that wheel within the wheel, that whirlwind would begin to move upon the earth, and that God would begin to raise up his sons and his daughters, and the young men and the old men will dream dreams and see visions, and I believe that that's now. I sense it with every part of my being, and I believe that the word, that spoken word that God gave me five years ago isn't just a spoken word about me, it's about what God has just brought his bride through, and if, with your permission, I would love to share that, if it's okay. Sure, go ahead. Thank you. Let me know if you can hear it, because I had recorded it earlier. When you look at me, who do you see? I am my father's daughter. We are his sons and his daughters. Through pain and through heartache, he has stood by my side. Through neglect and hardships, he has been my guide. Once 
I was defeated, but now I say no more, for my trust in him is eternally sure. I will rise. Yes, I will stand. I will take my position within this land. He will lead and I will follow. No more am I going to stray. For now our hearts will beat as one and he will lead the way. Today I stand before you and I proclaim, I will fall no more. Yes, I am the one his eye adores. He has strengthened my hands for a battle. He has set my face like a flint. He has called me to be his warrior, and now my life truly begins. For the days are coming where turmoil will rule these lands. But I will not fear. My life is within his hands. He will be my stronghold, and I his battle axe. I will listen for his orders and be ready for every attack. For the Lord of the heavenly armies will trumpet an ominous war cry. Onward into battle! Our swords held high. Oh, he's coming, my dear brothers and sisters. And what then are you going to do? Well, I plan on joining my Lord of Valor when he makes all things new. For the eastern skies are about to recede. He is coming in glory to gather you and to gather me. Are you ready to meet him? Are you fulfilling Father's call? Does he even know who you are? Or will he say no? Not at all. Well, I am ready to meet him at his return. Along with that angelic army, this whole world will mourn. Oh, they will see me with him as a part of that white and glorious bride. For I have made myself ready to fight along his side. I will rule and reign with him. No more am I going to cower. The enemy is defeated. This is Father's final hour. Oh, now the eagles are gathering. A great multitude will arise. For there is strength within their wings and a blazing fire is in their eyes. Pursue! Overtake! Recover all! I hear them cry, and Father is leading them, and there is victory on every side. Oh, see the nations tremble when that sleeping giant stands as one, fully arrayed in his splendor, being led by God's triumphant son. Oh, grave, where is your victory now? Oh, death, where is your sting? You have no power here, no, not in the presence of the Almighty King. Your tongue will confess him, and your knee will be bowed when you witness him and his glorious armies returning on the clouds. So watch out, O ruler of darkness. A great light is beginning to shine forth. O the king and his kingdom are coming to this earth, and we will march across this land, and then everyone will know that the Lord of glory and his saints are now in control. So rise up, rise up, O timid lambs, listen for your Lord's command, be bold as lions, and take back this land. Hallelujah. That's, that was very good. Wow, that's marvelous. Marvelous. When I left the theater that night, I couldn't even drive my car. I was shaking so bad. And I pulled over, and in 20 minutes, that was what I got. <laughs> wow. And I've, I've, I've sat on it all these years. And um, my son and I knew when we went to that conference in Dallas that it was a, um, and it's not just about us. I'm just talking about the, the body, the bride in general in Dallas. 
I believe it was a catapult, and I believe that that's why there's so much coming against us now, because, you know, as you all have been saying, the enemy does not want this giant getting up, (laughs) you know, know, because light dispels the darkness, you know, and um, I am just proud, just so proud to be a part of your team, and looking forward to everything that God is getting ready to do. In and through all of us working together as one body. And that's what I love about, you know, your ministry also. And thank you for your families for, you know, expending you all to all of us. (laughs) I know it's a great sacrifice what you do and and we love you. Well, God bless you. you. Marina, Marina, thank you so much for that, for that wonderful, uh, uh, the, the wonderful message, and, and God bless it's you. It's commission. <laughs> it's our commission, Doug and Joe, and I'm looking forward. I'm sure we'll we'll be we'll be meeting soon again. God Indeed. bless you both. Right. God, God bless, bless you, you both too. Both Thanks God. for coming. Oh, oh, and, and real quick, I'm sorry. That woman that sent the email about Jesus being our husband. Ah, uh, I was in tears. If nobody mm-hmm. else claims that, I claim it all. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Just tell her I said thank you. All right. All right. We'll do. Have you have a great night. Thanks, thank Maria. Thank you. Bye-bye. And, and you know what? Before we go on uh, to other callers, I just want to make this perfectly clear. Uh, I need to make this perfectly clear at this point. I received an email today and a couple of emails uh, previous. I just want to make this really clear. The initiatives such as uh, Community Watchmen, um, we 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 are not i mean we have uh said yeah that's a great idea but we we do not administrate that we we are not um administrators of that that is a total separate entity and and j- just while i'm at it i need to make this perfectly clear because we um I, i've been getting emails where people are conflating and and mixing some they're they're presuming things that are not true we um we we were um Humbled by being asked to be the MCs at uh, the Hear the Watchman conference in Dallas, we, we do not have any financial uh, or administrative, any financial interest or administrative duties beyond that. Okay, with uh, Hear the Watchman, because I'm getting emails saying, "Hey, you know." Um, yeah, people are saying, uh, "Did you get my donation to Hear the Watchman?" Right. I mean, we have Those nothing, are, nothing to do with that. Right. Except, right. We are just merely the servants. Uh, the the willing servants of that initiative. So so uh, again, we are neither the the benefactors nor are we the administrators um, of anything with here the watchman. That's a separate entity that we that we just merely have been uh, been blessed to be a part of. And the story, I you know, it's it's a it's a good initiative. But uh, but we're getting emails where people are erroneously thinking that uh, that we are in charge of certain things. We're not. We're not. Yeah, and if you want to, you know, uh, clarify or, or um, make sure that, you know, a donation you sent was received, you have to contact, if it was for here, the watchman, you have to contact right. Mike and Gene. Right, exactly. So, so I, just to avoid confusion, because there's a lot of, um, you know, perception, erroneous perception out there that, that we. Yeah, it's been that, coming in more and more. Yeah, and, and so I, I finally figured, okay, we, we better say something just in case you're saying, well, wait a minute, you know, um, you, you put on here the watchman. No, we didn't. We just merely emceed it. And, uh, of course we, we gave the platform for the, uh, the initiative. But, um, that's the extent of our, 
and involvement. So we have nothing to do with the, the, the monetary side in terms of DVDs. Uh, I've gotten a couple of questions about DVDs and about live streaming. Again, none of that is us. So please understand what I'm telling you. Um, uh, do not think that any of this, um, aside from us providing the platform, is ours. Uh, the Community Watchman Initiative, you know, it, conceptually we, we're behind it, but in, in the administration and practicality of it, we're not a part of it. Um, we just don't have the time. We don't have the resources. We don't have that ability. So I just want to make that that abundantly clear to everyone. So um, it's real simple. It's it's uh, two separate entities. Always has been. Always will be. We. Um, I know. I, I, hopefully that that. that Clarifies several emails I got, you know, questioning uh, certain things. So if you have an issue or want to know about uh, the monetary aspects of uh, of here, the Watchman, in terms of you know, okay, the live streaming uh, or DVDs or whatever it might be, that's not us. We just simply provided the platform, and uh, and we're we're blessed to be a part of that. So all right, thanks for clarifying that. We're going next to Hunter. Oh, I'm sorry. David. I'm sorry, Hunter. David. And then thanks, Eric. Yeah. David from South Carolina. You're live on the Hagman and Hagman Report. Can you hear? Can you can you guys hear me? All right. We can. Yeah. All right. I just want to reiterate everything that you guys do on our. It's God's blessed. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm. Uh, this is my second time calling in. I know last time I called was two weeks ago, and I was like, I'm going to wait one week before I call him back, but. Uh, God does, the, he does the same thing to me. You know, I, I'll just be driving down the road and some, and I, I don't know if it's, I, 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 I hope that it's him or encouraging, but I'll just start singing to God and I, I'm not going to do, do my performance. Uh, I, God says <laughs> make a joyful noise unto him. So I'll save it for him only because, and, but things like that have hit me too, where you know you, you'll yeah. you'll be riding down the road, just focusing on God and what His mission is for you, and then just something will come to you. Something will come to like your heart, and it, it really is. It, it really is. And I don't know if you guys get the same thing. Like like when I first wake up in the morning, there'll be something in my head, like a, a book out of the Bible, you know, or like uh, Revelation nine eleven. It's been real popular this past week. I don't know if you guys have seen uh, the, or seen any of the uh, teachings on Revelations nine eleven about and the abyss. The they had a king over them in the abyss, and then the memorial uh, ground or ground zero on on nine eleven. And I've been sharing that with everybody that I've talked to, and I always ask someone if they're a born again Christian before I share my born-again Christian beliefs, and sometimes you get the crazy looks, you know, and I've actually talked to my aunt and uncle who led me to the Lord, thank God for them, you know, I'm glad that they they prayed for me, and December 22nd, 1992 is when I accepted them, so I'm glad for that, but going, after I got that all said, you remember the lady that stood up in in the uh, House of Representatives, and she, mm-hmm. they caught her on recording saying a bunch of stuff. But what she actually said, what they caught on recording, is what she was saying going into the elevator after she did her big speech on in the yeah. in the 
house. Have you guys heard anything about her, anything else about her? And maybe, uh, and I checked out some of your subscriptions on YouTube, because right now I'm I'm actually in the YouTube room listening to you guys live. And a shout out to Karen Rogers and all the people that, all the people you asked me, Karen, <laughs> that told me the new number to call in and everything, and I was doing the copy and paste. But if you could give us some good websites that you guys maybe get some of your information from and maybe tell us something or what, what happened with the lady that actually did the standing up saying we're not one nation under God and, and all that stuff, I would, I'd appreciate it. And I'll take well, my answers I'm, offline if okay. you want to go ahead and get to the next caller because this is, I am the second time that I've called and I'll probably sure. call back in a couple of weeks again. But praise the Lord for you guys. This is really a great place for all. I look forward to this every week and even just listening to what you guys say. And it's just a blessing to have brothers like you and sisters that are in the chat room and the lady that just called. It's really a blessing to know that we have that kindred spirit between us all that, you know, we can come and listen to you guys and get the news that we need to get from an unbiased point of view and, if somebody's okay. got one of your books out there for that they've already read, they can send it to me. I'll go ahead and put my address on the chat box if they've already read it. Uh, uh, send me an email. I'll, I'll get you one. Are you serious? Yeah, just send it to studio.hagmanhagman.com with your uh, postal address. Will you so autograph it for me and put me your favorite Bible verse in it? Now you're pushing it. No, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm kidding. Of course I will. Of course I will. Thank you. So, That's for you, Doug, uh, and you, Joe. Please put your both your signatures and your both your favorite Bible verses. Mine's right. Ephesians four four thirty or four four twenty. Thank you, and I'll listen to you online. God bless you. And and what uh, folks, what uh, David was talking about was this happened back in October of 2013, where yeah. a woman, uh, she's actually a stenographer for the White House. Yep. I, I'm not sure how many people remember this. They try to say she was crazy, right? The um, um, this was during the government shutdown, and she was a stenographer, and uh, she was for the House of Representatives. She was dragged off the floor. It was a Wednesday night. I think it was like October 13th, and the, the reason I say it was October 13th of 2013. The date kind of struck, or maybe it was, I don't know, it was, it was, it was mid-October. But she, she said this, uh, he will not be mocked, uh, he will not be mocked. The greatest deception here is not, that is, this is not one nation under God. It never was. Okay, now, um, her full statement, and I'll just, uh, I, I have it up here. He will not be mocked. He will not be mocked. The greatest deception here. This is not one nation under God. It never was. It never was. Handed men, it would not have been. The Constitution would not have been written by Freemasons. They go against God. You cannot serve two masters. And she repeated that a couple of times. Uh, praise be to God, Lord Jesus Christ. Now, um, she made her way to the rostrum during the House vote on the agreement to end the government shutdown. And the comments by the lawmakers, by the people there, said that she had this crazed look on her face. Now, bear in mind, this woman had worked in this position for a number of years, and of course, we're talking about the woman who the Atlantic identified as Diane Reedy. Um, uh, now, uh, she was taken afterwards to a local hospital for evaluation, and I do have I mean, and yeah, folks, you can you can search Diane Reedy, R E I D Y, 
um, Diane Reedy. You can search for that term and you can find sound clips of uh, her, shall I say, outbursts. But uh, certainly it, w- it was interesting, to say the least. Now, well, there you have it. So in case you were wondering what David was talking about, there you've got it. That's... Uh, that was the day, the approximate day and time and circumstances. Taking, making an assumption here, I doubt she still works at the, as a stenographer there. No, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know what her, um, what the disposition was, but, uh, it's interesting that she would reference Freemasonry. But, but you know, we oftentimes consider the founding of our nation in 1776 or, or with the passage of the Constitution when in fact, our nation was founded um, at Plymouth Rock under the Mayflower Compact, and that was founded by uh, a community of God-fearing, Bible-believing Christian, Judeo-Christians, who were advancing the, who sought refuge here in this country against the tyranny of the, the religious tyranny and religious oppression. And isn't it ironic? Or maybe that's not the word. It's not surprising that now where we find ourselves back trying to escape that same oppression. Absolutely. Next caller is Mike, then Tom, then Hunter is our last caller. We're going to go to Mike in PA. Mike, you're live on the Hagman and Hagman Report. Hey, thanks for uh, taking my call. I'll try to be uh, quick. Um, you know, I, I just had a, an observation that what you guys are talking about tonight and everything and about the advances of the enemy is really concerning. But something I feel that is really alarming is the level of indifference, at least I experience on a day-to-day basis, when you try to talk to Christians about what the situation is, what's going on, what's just around the corner. And it's sad to say, but, you know, the case is the same with a lot lot of probably 90% of these little small churches, the pastors, when you try to talk to them, they kind of have that, oh, don't worry, God will take care of you, kind of an attitude, you know? That's right. And I'm thinking, you know, I'm sure that those Christians that went through those concentration camps in Germany and went through the, you know, got exterminated through the ovens, I'm sure they were thinking God was going to take care of them. And, you know, the Lord doesn't expect us to check our brains at the door, just our hat. And, you know, we gotta, we gotta wake up. And, uh, you know, and I'll just say this one, one real short thing and then I'm going to hang up. But if you really want to get a good picture, of what the New World Order has for Citizen America. Go watch that movie. It's a couple of years old. It's called Divergent uh, with uh, the guy. Uh, his name was Theo James. is one of the, the actors in it. But uh, it will be alarming to you uh, how Hollywood laid out the plans of exactly what they have in mind for the average American citizen. It's called Divergent. And, uh, you know, it was produced from Hollywood, so I'm not, you know, trying to promote anything like that. But it just gives you a good picture of what they have in mind. And I'll hang up. God bless you guys. Oh, God, God bless, bless you as well. Too. And thanks for the uh, information on this um, film. We're going to check it out. You know, yeah, and I've... Um I, I I heard of it. It's impossible, really, to keep track of 
of everything. Divergent um, uh, that came out, I think, in 2014. Theo James, you're right, starred in Divergent, and um, the IMD uh, International Movie Database description of this is as follows: In a world divided by factions based on virtues, okay, that's kind of in a, in a world divided by factions based on virtues. Triss learns she's divergent and won't fit in. When she discovers a plot to destroy divergence, the term used to describe those people adherent to virtues antithetical to the environment and the uh, layout, the playing field, uh, Triss and the Mysterious Four must find out what makes divergence dangerous before it's too late. That's um, at least, th- th- that's kind of the IMD. Uh, International Movie Database uh, uh, storyline where it's set in this futuristic, dystopic world where society is divided into five factions, each representing a different virtue. And and and, and the caller is right that that yeah, there is this this these factions being set up, and it's not. And they have, I mean, this has been long in the works, and it's social engineering through the Tavistock Institute, implemented by our colleges, universities, teaching and, um, and indoctrinating, not teaching um, students and others. Um, yeah, so that's it. All right, let's move on. Thank you, Mike. All right, going next. We're going to Tom in Tennessee. Tom, you're live on the Hagman and Hagman Report. Hey, Joe. Hey, Doug. How are you guys doing? Very well. Can you hear me all right? We can, but so yeah. mind. All right. I, I just want to say hey, and I appreciate the work you guys do. But uh, I like to interrate something, if you don't mind. We have so like, many people that uh, teach and preach on uh, prophecy, and uh, you don't ever hear about the mystery being taught. And uh, and it's very Did you say important. Mis- mystery or ministry? I didn't catch that. Sorry. Mi- the mystery. Okay. The mystery of Paul. Ephesians 3, you know, uh, Romans sixteen twenty five. Okay. And this is very important, too. It'll help a lot of Christians out to understand where to go in their Bibles, you know. to uh, It's not offensive, people, but it's Scripture. If you don't like it, take it up with God. But where to follow the Apostle Paul? He says it three times in the King James Version. He calls it my gospel three times in the King James Version. Now, we don't worship Paul, but we follow Paul. All right. Yeah, we don't worship any man. We we take counsel in we take counsel from men, but we certainly don't worship them. But okay. All right. Yeah. Go on. Well, Paul goes way out of his way to make a point that what was given to him was not taught a man, but given to him by the risen Lord Jesus Christ. And preachers just don't preach on it no more. In Romans sixteen twenty five is pretty strong about this, you know. And uh we're to preach Jesus Christ according to the revelation of the mystery. And you just don't hear it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. And it, yeah, we, we, it's just very crucial. The book of Acts is not taught anywhere. I mean it's not being taught by mega churches or even uh, corner churches, uh you know, churches on the well, corner, that, on the corner. 
Amen. I'm glad you brought that up, the book of Acts, where they mess up saying that the church starts in Acts 2. That's not really where it starts. I believe it starts when Paul gets saved because he's our apostle. And uh, think about Acts 2, be baptized and then receive the Holy Ghost. That's a lot different than just believe on the gospel. We, you know, also we have to realize and, and take notice. I was talking to Pastor Lankford not too long ago, and he was talking too about there was some uh, acrimony within the disciples, within the apostles. You know, um, they didn't agree on everything. Some, um, I mean, doctrinally they did, but uh, the behavioral, uh, some were better fit with others, I guess. Um, and the reason I brought that up is because you know we we have to we have to understand we are human, as the apostles were as well, special but human. And uh, as a remnant body, we're not going to agree on everything, but that that doesn't mean that we are to stomp and and you know uh, snuff out the people, the dissenters, or the or not dissenters, but the people who disagree. But we are to work with them or find others to work with. But you know, we oh, allow them to go unmolested um, to to preach the gospel. Yeah. yeah, but uh, I'm, I just want to make my point that it's very clear in uh, 1 Corinthians 11, 1, we are to follow the Apostle Paul. He says it three times. It's a reference to the Godhead. And he said, he calls it my gospel three times. You you will never hear Peter, James, or any of the others be able to call it my gospel because they're preaching a continuation of the kingdom. And what was given to Paul was something <laughs> different. It was a mystery that was kept secret since the world began. Yep. Because if they would have known the mystery, they would have never crucified the Lord of glory. Absolutely. Well, yeah, the mystery was the fulfillment of uh, Jesus coming in the flesh and dying for our no. sins. And it was the... No, uh, Jew and Gentile could be... Yeah, Jew and Gentile can be one body. That's what, those, well, yeah. There are several parts to the mystery. Absolutely. There's... Uh, uh, the, uh, go ahead, All right, all right. Uh, yeah. I mean, it was the fulfilling well, of Scripture I mean, and, and, and the Gospel. and, and uh, uh, Okay, well, so that's wait, wait, let's least... walk back. What's your bottom line point on this? So, so okay. yeah, I mean, what's the bottom line point that you're trying to make so we don't have to go through the intricacies okay. of the mystery? The bottom, okay, the bottom line is you're, we are never taught this, and it's not your guys' fault. It's just a, not taught. And I even went to a seminary and no one taught to me. But what was given to Paul, he says, was kept secret since the world began. You will not find it in the laws, the Psalms, and the prophets. It's uh, it's kept secret for a reason, and uh, it was revealed to the Apostle Paul by the risen Lord Jesus Christ. And that's why Paul says to follow me in First Corinthians eleven one and two other places. That's why he calls it my gospel. You'll never hear Peter call it my gospel or James. That's the point. We are to follow Paul's instruction for this dispensation because. A dispensation was given to Paul for us, and that's First Corinthians nine, First Corinthians fifteen, Galatians two, and Acts twenty. But not at the exclusion of the rest of the Bible. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that. No, no, no. The whole Bible is for us. The whole Bible is not to us. I'm actually writing a book right now called The Red Letter Issues, but that's what. I've I've titled it, but Jesus wasn't always talking to us. We have to realize that. Since he came for the lost sheep of the house of Israel, he even told his apostles once, do not go in the way of the Gentiles. We have to know who's speaking and 
who the audience is and who it's directed to. We, we, we just can't take the whole Bible and pick and choose what's for us, say this promise is for us, but we, we don't want the curse that comes with it. And Paul's books, Romans through Philemon, is where we're at in this dispensation that we should be following. But no, we, we read the whole Bible for instruction in righteous and uh, correction in doctrine. But in this dispensation, we should be reading Paul's letters for the church today, for the grace of God. Okay. Very good. Is that, is that clear now? Uh, I just want to yeah, make yeah. that clear. But uh, that's really all I want to say, and keep up the good word, guys, and uh, God bless. All right. Well, thank Thanks you for pointing that out, yeah. and uh, that's yeah. something we'll, we'll take a look at later. All right, Tom, you have a all good right. night. Have a good one. You too. Bye. All right. Okay. Um, the... Looks like the last caller dropped. We, uh, I don't know, we stopped taking calls or Todd is yeah, going to grab the last well, one there uh, or not. Yeah, yeah, whatever, but after this call, it'll be the last call because we are getting, uh, running late, uh, you know, for the night. And again, we mentioned a lot of, a lot of tactics, a lot of approaches tonight, um, a lot of things going on, a lot of, um, just a lot of headlines and, and the headlines are, are, just understand this folks, we are watching, we are being forced to watch as a captive audience, the magic show take place right in front of us on the stage before us, but we are not being permitted to see behind the curtain. That curtain is being ripped down through the secondary or through the new media and as we, as that curtain is ripped down in the, in the, um, uh, wizard, wizards behind the curtain are being exposed for the globalist uh, Luciferians that they are, then we are now <clears throat> approaching a point in our in, in our time in in the game, <clears throat> excuse me, or or the performance that's on stage, or the we'll say a football game. You know, we're, we're in the final quarter. We're in the final couple of quarters here, and understand that yeah. this is now uh, the the. It's it. We are now standing at the precipice, and it, the, the, we are going to see things happen the remainder of this year that um, have never happened before in the history of, in, in man's modern history, in the history of modern man. And it's by design; it's not by accident. So when you hear right disclosures yeah. of certain, like I see a, a trend right now. Uh, fluoride has now been classified as a neurotoxin. This has just been released uh, within the last twenty-four hours. Well, I mean, obviously, yeah, that's we've known those, about yep. this. Yep. But to many, it will come, you know, surprising if they choose to read it and believe it. It still is in the drinking water, and, and my point is, this is not, you know, new or big news. The fact that they're admitting it tells me that they are trying to do something else. Well, or using this right. as as a, you know, it, it's um, it's a game they play. Let's take this last call. It's John. And I don't oh, know where uh, you're from, John. You're live on the Hagman and Hagman Report. Uh, I'm actually down in Florida, Joe. Thank you very much. Uh, love the anointed work. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. um, so, uh, absolutely, the, the work you do is anointed. Um, there's no doubt. I think the thing we all have to focus on is, and it can be quite overwhelming what is taking place, but um, the hand of God is on us, and uh, like we hear all the time, God plus one is the majority, and 
and we have to be prepared to go toe to toe with everyone, and not in a jam it down your face, but we have to be the gospel. And Joe, I think you're very effective at doing that. It's a very humble but very strong, 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 strong effort. And there's no pride in it. God can't stand pride. He can't move in pride. So, provided there's going to be a great move of God, it'll skip. It'll skip the the the, uh, the cities with pride written across the sky. And you know which ones those are, from D.C. to Boston to Chicago to Los Angeles. So, as this move of God happens, people are going to realize they will be lifted up. Uh, to you know how you can discern, like, uh, you guys talk about the power of, it's Jesus' power. Mm-hmm. So, that, you know, you can go toe-to-toe with anybody, but when people say, like, there's, uh, like, uh, I'm, I, I don't want to name, like, Alex Jones is like, he's always like, oh, they have so much power. It's like, they don't. Nothing. They got nothing, you know, and it's all, Hoo. so. It's a perception of power. We look at the Facebook and everything, but we have to remember who's got the Trump card here. Not Trump. I'm not, I like Dr. Carson, but uh, um, so that's the point I was trying to make. Well, uh, point well taken. Yeah. And in in fairness to to Alex Jones, and I know that uh, you know from uh, just talking with him, I know that he has been so effective in exposing the emperor has no clothes, and and he's he's really responsible for uh, being the pioneer in the movement in the truth movement. Um, and I and I don't mean to use that term because it, it's it, it carries with it this uh, I mean just connotation of, of two of, documentaries he did the Obama deception and Endgame from two thousand and eight I actually watched those in the last couple of days right. I mean it was so on the money it's still very relevant today yeah yeah and and so what we need to do is go ahead agreed I, agreed okay. Well, we'll call her. Thanks for the call. Um, we're going to cut you loose, and I uh, appreciate that. But I, I think collectively, um, ladies and gentlemen, we need to understand that uh, we really need to understand that we have them outnumbered. We have them outgunned, and metaphorically speaking. When I say outgunned, I'm talking about we already are the victors in this fight, this heavenly fight that is taking place on earth. We already have won the battle. Now that doesn't mean that we, we, we it's not necessary for us to, 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 to fight and go through because we have to do that. But we cannot and should not ascribe more power to these these uh, Luciferian um, impotent uh, uh, people than they they do have. We we need to respect uh, the battlefield and respect the battle and be aware of things, but not be indifferent nor be um uh depressed and saying oh we can't we can't fight city hall because fighting that whole mantra um you can't fight city hall is a product of tavistokian thought and mind control and mm-hmm. uh um, language controlling of our language you we know, can't fight city hall we can't fight these this battle reading from this uh book brainwashing it goes in this from the 50s it talks about this that if something is if a society of people or civilization of people fight the um, uh, implementation of any type of rule law regulation at the local level hard enough they will back off they will back off 
Amen. That's right. And it, I mean, it states it very clearly, and there is no uh, recourse or end around uh, tactic they give to rectify that. They just basically say, um, and I'm trying to find it here, that, you know, as they continue to build up and indoctrinate people, um, there comes a point where the uh, tactics they use might become useless. And uh, where is it here? Uh, it talks about the uh, local uh, populations, a local situation. If um, to ensure active support, to rely on persuasion and constant adaptation to a Marxist ideology and on a local situation, they have to persuade others how to do it, or there will be um, turmoil as the people of that community raise uh, us think about it, and I'm paraphrasing now, but these local people retain the power because, uh, you know, if the people of the first municipality where these things are enacted in, or if one city or county stands together against it, they have to they have to give up i mean it's only through the overarching federal all encompassing or perceived all encompassing level they implement something and it seems too big for one person one city one town to fight if, if nothing else folks tonight taking away from tonight is realize that that we are witnessing um uh, perversions uh, of our well we're witnessing i suppose uh, the final battle or the final series of battles that have been extended over generations and in reality throughout the millennia. Um, and we are about to see the uh, end game play out here. When I say end game, perhaps it's the end of the quarter, but it's a, it's one of the final quarters or end of a series of plays that are leading up to the final series of plays we are in the, the last time of the we're getting close to the end i guess and, and yeah. we need to understand the fight has being ratcheted up the division is deliberate the perversion the perversions are becoming worse and we're going to be talking more about the the uh we're going to be talking more about that with Dave Hodges tomorrow night. He's got some information that will just make your socks roll up and down and uh, knock your socks off, perhaps, tomorrow night. Always he will be our special guest tomorrow night, Dave Hodges. The and, Common Sense uh, Show. Yeah, that's right. And, of course, he's a he's a radio show host right here on the Global Star Radio Network. So, folks, please tune in tomorrow night. Tell your friends. Tell, tell your family members. Tell Amundo. Tell whatever. But tomorrow night, Dave Hodges. On the highway, the highway report. Oh, wow. Thanks everybody for calling in, participating. And have a great night. This is the Global Star Radio Network. The Genesis.